everyone. Welcome back to No Beer Left Behind. I am Brian, and I am here with the one, the only Frank in Austin. Frank, how are you doing? Brian, doing fantastic. You are? Uh, much better than last week. Yeah. yeah much better than last week. <laughs> Amazing what seven days with electricity and running water will do to uh, just the... The, the general common, psyche of anybody. Right? <laughs> it just it lifts everybody up. You know, uh, running water lifts all ships. That's true. That's true. Hmm, yeah, you, you got to be sure the people, you know, can be human, I guess, at that level. You know, water, <laughs> electricity, shelter. Shelter. <laughs> kind of key to just existing. Hmm. Weird how that works, huh? It's very strange. I've, it's, fuck, someone should write a book on it, actually. <laughs> well, are you drinking anything uh, special this evening? No, I'd, I've got Tito's and Sprite. I, I have a beer that I'm going to open up here in just a little bit, but... Hmm. I smoked a cigar, and if I have beer right afterwards, it does not taste, should I say, the best. Mm. So I'm trying to kind of, you know, get you. the palate restructured a little bit here. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. So I am uh, drinking a little something special. Uh, so I. Oh, by the way, sorry. National Cigar Day. So that's why I did the cigar before the cast. That's why. That's good. I, see, I don't have to have a reason to smoke, you know? I mean, I normally what? do maybe two, maybe two sticks a month. So... And never before a cast, because I know I'm going to be drinking beer, but mm. tonight was a Cigar Vault, shout out down here in, in Buda, posted National Cigar Day, and I was like, fucking A, what am I going to do now? Got to smoke a cigar. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, that kind of changed up the plans for the night. Well, it's, I mean, that's an easy change up whenever you're within walking distance of a goddamn world-class cigar bar. So. It's true. It's true. Um, I'm not jealous. Whatever. <laughs> it's fucking cool. Well, you know, it is one of, it is, it, the perks are aplenty when no you're that close. No <laughs> shit. Uh, well, <clears throat> so I woke up this morning and I said to myself, uh, <laughs> oh my me. God. <laughs> <laughs> Frank almost died. <laughs> oh my God. Shit. No. <laughs> I, I was laughing. I don't, okay. I'm, I'm not going to go into it, but when you said I woke up this morning, it brought a flashback of a joke. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, I woke up this morning uh, with, like feeling great, and I realized uh, it was because I had something to look forward to today, uh, which was going to visit some breweries that I haven't had Ooh. the chance to visit before. Um, so I uh, went out and did that. Uh, and one of the breweries, admittedly, I've been to several times, and I like their beers. Um, but Which one is that? Uh, turning Point. In uh, bed. Oh, yeah, Turning Point's great. Uh, Fucking great. Uh, uh, news front, news flash for you. They've bought the church next door, so they, they don't have to. No more risk at production levels or something? I don't know. They just, I, they, I think they needed a bigger tap room. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> are they turning the church into a tap room? Yes, they are. <laughs> well, oh, my God. But it was like a oh, church. God, that's that, amazing. It, it was like a church that used to be like a Montgomery Ward or some shit like that. So yeah, no, under, understood, understood. Uh, that's fucking hilarious, though. That's amazing. <laughs> so uh, I, I went to the uh, trifecta of breweries over there in the Tri-Cities area uh, in DFW. Um, Bed Bedford, North Richland Hills, and whatever the other third city is at the Tri-Cities tri area. Anyway, uh, the first place I went to was False Idol Brewing. 
Um, okay. False Idol. I, I think I might have had one or two of their beers just that that have been on tap at the. What's that like? The third, bars. third commandment, second commandment. I want to say False Idols is like it's a top five. It's a top five for sure. I'm gonna tell you right now. So a, a fucking chip bag just fell off my desk over here, and I almost shit my pants because I thought there was a goddamn <laughs> ghost in this room. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> anyway, no false idol. Yeah, it's one of theirs. You, you're not supposed to worship them or something like that. Anyway, uh, I picked up the golden I, golden calves and shit. Yeah, so so and so and such and such. Uh, so I ordered. They had an online ordering system, so I ordered my shit from them yesterday. Um, they called me two times today on my way to pick up the beers, telling me they had they were out of two different beers. Uh, so. <laughs> And just so we're clear, anytime you uh, chat with us, uh, Frank, I can see everything, and so can the rest of Twitch. Um, so maybe send that through Telegram next time. <laughs> oh, no no problem. Yeah, I, I was just, you know, I'm going to be paused for a second. because No worries. I'll walk through the people. Got to get on that 2.4 band. I'm in the back of the house. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, so False Idol, cool. I could order their stuff online. Turns out that their online ordering inventory was not up to snuff. Uh, mm. with what they actually had on hand. So half the beer that I ordered did not was not available, which no big deal. I mean, honestly, like I think I was short one 19-ounce Crowler, and I was like, you know what, fuck it, who cares? Like, just it's two bucks difference. And then when I got there, they were like, yeah, we're also out of this four-pack and this other single, and we don't have any 16-ounce cans of that other beer. So I was like, neat. So uh, that's a bit frustrating. That one, that one, that one was kind of frustrating. They're a small brew pub, or you know, a small brewery. They had their fucking tap room was packed. No one was wearing masks. That was really awkward. I was hoping for curbside because they had that selection online. That didn't happen. Uh, there was no fucking parking anywhere in that place. So it's real conveniently uh, located behind a like pay here, buy here, pay here uh, car dealership. So it's real cool, real cool part of town. Anyway. First beer that I had from them tonight, though, their uh, Energy Rawaka, New England IPA with Rawaka hops. Mm-hmm. Really fucking good. Really good. I'm glad I got a, I switched out whatever I ordered uh, for a four-pack of this. It was great. Um, so one thing that they did get me on, I did not read the description of one of the beers that I purchased, a single 16-ounce can of their English barley wine, because I fucking love barley wine. Barley wine is life. We all know this. Frank, it's a collaboration beer. I'll give you one fucking guess. What brewery in the North Texas area they goddamn collaborated with? One guess. Tubs. No. Fuck no. I'd be happy if it was Tubs. Oh, no. The one farther north, Frank. The one in Sherman. You know, the big 903 brewery. They fucking collaborated with him. I was like, you. It's only because of distribution. That's got to be it. I well, I mean, there's also there's a lot of the brewing world is not very big, so people leave one brewery, yeah, go to another. On, they man. have some now, connections. Why don't you do it with Petacolas? Petacolas is a better name than 903, and they're Dude. down the street. Well, no, they're not really down the street. It's a, it's a fucking. It's almost equidistance, honestly. Uh, which I'll get into that in a second. But yeah, but reputation wise, reputation wise, that's clearly better. Dude, if you're going to do an English collab in, in DFW, I would say Petacolis. Like, if you're going to do an English-style beer, do it Petacolis. That's a good call. Um, but, yeah, no. Uh, also, do it with anybody else other than 903. So, li- li- yeah, no, it's needless, dog shit beer. Needless to say, I'm going to go in. I'm going to open that can kind of like you open 903 beers when you get them from uh, Tavor. And you're like, oh, fuck me. 
Yeah, oh, it's over the sink, maybe outside. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely wear safety goggles. Uh, make sure you probably apparently wear- that's that's the prairie level now too. You got to be real careful with prairie it. opening. Don't even anyway. Uh, so. Anyway, the next stop that I made uh, is the uh, from one of the beers that I'm drinking right now. Um, I stopped at Brutal Beer Works, which fun story. That's a great name. Great name. Brutal is pretty sweet. Um, so I actually had their beers for the first time at a homebrew festival that Luck, the local urban kitchen, uh, before they shut down in, down in Dallas, uh, they had homebrewers after the Blue Bonnet homebrew festival. They allowed homebrewers to pour their beers basically out on their front patio. Okay. And Brutal Beer Works, before they opened their production brew house, um, they brought all their beers to... I, I, I want to say it's like home brew palooza or something like that. I, I at NTX underscore beer on Instagram is going to blow us up on our fucking DMs. Just let me know exactly what it was. Cause he's actually the person who invited me to it. I didn't know it existed. I didn't know what it was. Um, but I went out and brutal was one of the, one of the few breweries that kind of blew my mind. It was brutal Railport, and bless you all blew my mind on like the beers that they were doing at a homebrew level. Um, but this one that I'm drinking tonight is quirky. It is a sour IPA, dry hopped Ooh, with no. Eureka. Sorry. No, thanks. Here's the deal. I am a sucker for sour IPAs. You are, I know. Because people <laughs> think of like, oh, it's like a Flanders-style fucking sour beer with dry hops, <laughs> kind of. But at the same time, here's the deal. Uh, to get the juicy, fruity flavors out of, um, out of the hops, you're not going to be able to use those same super sour yeast strains. Uh, to produce a beer at 9% alcohol. So there yeah, has to be a I lot should. of acidulated malts and a lot of other things dosed back into this beer to get it sure. to get to 9% because uh, sour yeast strain does not, one, does not yield that high a percentage of alcohol. Two, does not operate in a highly hopped environment. They just shut down those yeast strains. Okay. So that, one thing to think of when you think of sour IPAs, don't really think of them as traditional like Belgian sours because they're not. They're a fucking, they're a science experiment in a can or a bottle. Um, and a lot of them are, but like, that's sort of the case with any sour beer. Uh, not necessarily. Cause you go into traditional sours and they are fucking, they are raw, like a goose. Like anytime you go for the, Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Spontaneously. Yeah, I mean, I mean I, I, I'm thinking like what Jester King does out there. They do. Yes. All, it's, all, all, it's world. It's world-class, but there are some Jester Kings that you're going to buy that you're going to be like, what the fuck happened here? Well, that's because and it might be like the overnight temperature dropped fucking 30 degrees and they didn't expect it. Yeah, like, that's it's- because those are traditional <laughs> sours. They're not science experiments in a bottle. That's the that's the difference between the two. Oh, OK. Sorry. Sorry. I, OK. They're just general science experiments. Yeah. 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 Oh, I was going to say yeah. this is when I say science experiment, really and truly it's science dialed in. Is what mm-hmm. it is. Whereas a wild uh, fermentation is a fucking experiment. Like who knows? What I'm just, yeah, that's what I wanted to say. Is like True. anything you buy from Jester, <laughs> just know you're buying a fucking experiment. And and 99 percent of the time it's good. Oh yeah. Um, but I have bought some shit from them because the wife for a while liked sour beers, and <laughs> she would go, "Is this good?" And I'm like, "Okay, if you're asking, is it good?" It probably went wrong somewhere. Oh, after and she I tasted taste, it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I tasted it and I was like, you know, I'm, I'm not, obviously I'm not, uh, 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 I, well, I'm a certified Cicerone, but not in sour beers. No, you're not. 
Um, and that would be like if I said I'm a CPA, Frank would be upset if I went around and was like, I'm a fucking, I, I can manage your stock portfolio. I just said not in sour beers. Okay. Not in beers is, is what you, true. In <laughs> not beers, in not true. in beers. Yeah. <laughs> in any case, Frank is so um, self-certified himself. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, obviously. Yeah. Um, so, uh, some sours you taste and you just know they're wrong. Like it's not even. Uh, it, it it just went bad. It's it, <laughs> something went. Off I, I don't really know how to describe. It. No, the taste becomes like this sour, plasticky, like disgusting thing in a bottle. Yeah, and unfortunately, there's no way for Jester King to control that. So, well, see, that's you just kind of have to be. A lot of these breweries uh, don't have the. I'm gonna say patience and no no like I don't know knowledge to course correct with sour beers uh jester king does have the ability and they do have the knowledge uh especially with their old blend like their old uh head brewer i think i don't know what title she held but avery swanson when she was at jester king avery knew how to blend and blending is the Mm. key for sour beer production because you can take two beers same grist same fermentation everything they come out tasting very different to Frank's point, but then you blend them back together percentage to percentage it. and you can save it. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's the same way with winemaking. It's the same way with uh, yeah, distillate, yeah. like, uh, you know, whiskey making. It's the same. Like it's all about the blend at that point, uh, which Avery was amazing at. And she's still amazing at, at her gig at, up in Chicago. Um, fun fact, tying everything back into the certified Cicerone program. Um, Pat Fahey, uh, the youngest certified Cicerone, or the younger youngest master Cicerone ever, who teaches uh, certified Cicerone classes and master Cicerone testing and advanced. Uh, Pat and Avery uh, have been together since for the last like seven years. So you want to talk about a a beer power couple, my friend? Uh, oh, they're like married. No, nah, they're not married, but they have been yeah. together for a long time. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's one of those things like. I want to be friends with them. I know they like, I know they, I bet they have badass like fucking beer dinners. They so they're, they're to. local to Texas. No, 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 no. They're local to Chicago. Avery uh, oh, spent time down in at Jester King when she worked here. Uh, but uh, she's since started her own gig. She does wild fermentation. Uh, that's their specialty at her brewery in Chicago land. Very cool. Yeah, no, it's super Very fucking cool. sweet. Really beer, beer nerdy. So you're welcome out there. I mean, fucking- wild fermentation is the craziest way of making beer. Like there yeah. is, it's the craziest way. So, so in wine, there is wild fermentation as mm-hmm. well. Um, and it's equally as crazy, but with wine, your leeway is a little bit larger. Yeah. Because blending is so standard in that industry. Well, you also don't have uh, <coughs> requirements that you have to put into wine that discourage ferment wild fermentation. Whereas exactly, in, exactly. In beer for to sell beer in a lot of places, you have to have hops uh, in your in your malt in your uh, wort that goes into fermentation. Uh, yeah, and it's 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 insane how different things taste when it's wild yeast versus pitched. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, even even pi- even pitched in open fermentation versus pitched in closed fermentation. Yeah, uh, is wild. But then you start tasting beers from Cantillon, uh, fucking Trey Fontainen. Oh my God, Frank! I know you're not into sour beers, but this is one beer I know you would appreciate. Uh, is there a straight? I, oh wait, wait, wait. So, so let's be let's be real clear. I'm not into sour beers because they give me mad heartburn. I will give you a stick of Rolaids. I I appreciate sour beers for what they are. 
It's just I can't drink that many of them. So I want to be clear on that. It's not Frank doesn't hate sour beers. No, 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 no. no. Frank yeah. just knows he's going to suffer <laughs> if he drinks a bottle of the fucking Le Petit Prince from fucking Jester oh, King. Over oh, my God. It's such a good ass beer. Uh, you know what beer you would like from Jester King? And I don't know if you've ever had it before, but it's called Commercial Suicide. Yes, I have. I've okay. had that. That it's, is a very good beer. It's a standard brown, like um, uh, English mild, um, but they use mm -hmm. their farmhouse strain, and it's fucking amazing. Anyway, it is. It's got a little bit of a tang to it. It's 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 at, it's very good. It's the only one I can drink over there. That's the reason I immediately said I know because it's the only one I order. Because combine their sours with some fucking heavy dough pizza, Neapolitan pizza, not oh, heavy dough, but yeah. whatever. Uh, you're just asking for a fucking heart acid reflux. Yeah. 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 Dude, so I, I, I tend to kind of, you know, back it, it off when I go I there. And well, uh, I normally actually, I normally go to the front of the house poor because mm -hmm. they get their exclusive keg exchange shit yeah. up there. I was going to say, they just, also your, have like just your king as a facility is just, you, you will be hard pressed if you're ever in Austin. Um, you'll be hard pressed to find a better, uh, brew pub, quote unquote, um, experience in Texas. Uh, yeah, I was gonna it, say it's not Austin. You can the moment you enter Texas, just and as a beer lover, Jester King should be your your destination yeah. because it it literally it, there's nothing. I've I've experienced a lot of different breweries, little uh, you know brew tours, brew pub experiences. It, it goes in in my opinion, whew, Bell's Eccentric Ale House in Kalamazoo is fucking up there because they have like a goddamn Michelin star restaurant attached to it. Oh, I mean, but that, that's fucking saves amazing. It. Yeah. Like it, beer with food is the best dude. And they <laughs> like, they've been doing it for 30 something years. Uh, then it goes yeah. Jester King and then it goes great lakes brewing in Cleveland, Ohio. Like that way. Great lakes is a fucking sleeper because one, it's in Cleveland. No one really wants to go to Cleveland. Um, uh, people on the Twitch stream, just stay with me. Uh, we're going to do some, we're gonna do some moving around here. Um, uh, uh, Cleveland is fucking amazing, uh, Great Lakes Brewing at least, because they do all of their beer from, or they do all their beer in house, obviously, but then they also do um, all their food is purchased from the farmers market right next door oh, to the brewery. God damn, yeah, and that's like all their ingredients the are right there, and it's fucking amazing. It's really, really. If good. you've never gone through the effort, right? So, so as individuals who enjoy beer. Right, and Guil I, I know guilty on this, on, on this track as well. <laughs> yeah, um, if you if you enjoy good beer, you really need to put some effort into just cooking. Oh yeah, because the amount of satisfaction that good beer gives you mm -hmm. is is equivocal on the you know like last night I whipped up I took a chuck steak right like a little fucking eight dollar piece of meat yeah and. There's this, there's this lady on, uh, wow. There's yeah, this know. lady on, we got happening. fucking, uh, what's his face from, Bob uh, the Builder, HBO, oh. HBO joining us. What's the fucking guy that throws heat? What's his name? What? <laughs> yeah. The dude on the, the baseball. I, dude, I forget his Kenny Rogers. No, uh, Kenny Powers. Powers. <laughs> Kenny Powers. <laughs> Kenny Powers. Kenny Rogers was the gambler. Yeah. That's right. He knew when to hold um, them and knew when to fold them. All right, so so quick quick Sorry. before we introduce Kenny yeah. Powers, uh -huh. um, the uh, the the thing about cooking, so you can take the shit 
end of a fucking shit sandwich and turn it into a gourmet meal. Like right. it, it's it's incredible how prices in this country in in food, just groceries in general, are driven by what people know how to cook. Mm-hmm. I guess so. So last weekend, last Sunday. I made a tri-tip steak. Tri-tip steak. Oh my god! Bar bar none. The bar none is the best. I, it is not even close. There is one that is close. Hear Bikinia. me out. Yeah, pequeña. That's the only yeah. other one. But it's the same fucking cut of meat. It's, it's just a, from it's, the it's underside. It's a similar cut. The pequeña. They just have a a, a bigger a bigger sheath fat. of fat over it. Yeah, that's yeah. it. They have a bigger fat cap. But so so if, if you're if you're sitting. Sorry, now if you're sitting around and you're still cooking ribeye and paying the fucking thirty dollars a pound they charge for that shit, um, you really need to evaluate what you're doing, and you you should just go on YouTube and look at fucking other cultures and what they cook, because it's 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 frightening to see how much people pay in this country for some cuts of meat. Or some vegetables. You know what my and what you should God. be doing with the shit that's cheap. You know, it's it's and and that's the same thing. Like to me, to tie it back to the beer thing, it's like just go experiment. Oh, you yeah. can't fuck up. You cannot fuck up a cooked meal. Like no. cook it. Don't add too much spices. Start with salt and pepper, and then taste it. Make and it. if it if if it tastes good, think about what it could add. But don't don't on the first try tr- try to make this like fucking garam masala type meal. No, back it off. Salt pepper, that's 99% of cooking. One thing the I did. The rest of it I took, adds a lot. I took that advice and said fuck that when I made my wit beer. That is one of my favorite beers I've ever made. Um, but at the same time, uh, I knew what I was doing before I stepped into the kitchen on that yeah, one. Uh, well, sure. Here's my new favorite cut, skirt steak. Skirt, skirt steak's steak great. With chimichurri. Fuck off. Needs needs to marinate just a little bit. I don't even Skirt. I don't even I don't even do that because what oh, you, you just go straight flash just grill straight flash. You cook it. I mean, right. and here's the deal: when you go to your fucking Walmart or whatever, when you see London broil, it's a fucking skirt steak. It's, it's the a same steak, goddamn yeah. thing, and it's so cheap. It's so goddamn. It can feed a goddamn army for under ten bucks. Great tacos. Do oh yeah, I was gonna say, and it's you can do whatever you want with that meat. If you want to slice it thin uh, and fucking uh, pan fry it, it's amazing. The one thing I'll say about skirt, okay, as a person who is married to a Dominican, if you make skirt and you want to take it next level, chimichurri is the way to go. Mm -hmm. But be very sure that you so give that bitch about thirty to all. I mean, you could do it overnight. But at least 30 minutes of just marinating in straight up salt, pepper, and a little bit of olive oil. The salt breaks that shit down. So skirt, the what's oh, actually, t- who skirt to, is kind of like a, a cheat meat. I'm the fucking, you I'm can the salt cut it, if, it, if it's If it's a little tough, you could just cut it thinner. <laughs> oh, well, no, that's what you do when you're, if you're trying to marinate anything, like if you have any marinade to rub into a uh, lean cut of meat, cut yeah. it. 
cut vertical slices in it thin, probably about a quarter or like not even like an eighth inch deep and then salt and make sure your salt and whatever seasoning you're going to put on at there, room uh, temperature at re- Yeah. And leave it out like 30 minutes before it goes on the grill yep. because the meat oh, is so stupid. thick. It's stupid. It's going to, it's going to hold its, its temperature. But the, the and, important and, and thing if, is if you think you added too much salt, you didn't. You didn't. <laughs> no, because uh, that's why you're talking the salt King, salt King of Texas right here. Yep. I fucking salt the shit out of everything that I, out of all the meat that I cook. I'm a, Dude, I'm reading. 90% of it actually ends up bleeding off. Well, it's not not like. Well, it it absorbs. It uses osmosis and absorbs into the meat and then pushes the liquid out, which actually takes. It makes longer for your. It takes long. That liquid inside the meat makes it longer that you have to cook to get the correct doneness. Anyway, it it just turns it up. It turns everything up. Uh, Like it's. Dude, it's so. The key key to a good steak is get it to room, salt, salt, pepper, and leave it. Salt, no, salt it. 30 minutes. Salt it overnight. Salt it overnight on an air rack. It's so. Bring it out. Yeah, then then, uh, bring it to room temp. Here's the deal, Frank. I'm redoing my Weber grill. Ooh, wait. This is. We're talking. Okay. Yeah, we're talking the gates to hell. Let's. Okay. Let's get. Let's get there. But first off, Kenny Powers has graced us with his presence tonight. And actually, um, Kenny, if you're following along our, our Twitch channel, uh, Kenny Powers being on has actually activated our uh, code NBLB20. Um, if you're following on the Twitch stream, it's now active on our screen. And as you can yep. see, use code NBLB20 on all your websites and you will receive nothing at all. Parker in Tulsa, Oklahoma. <laughs> How are you doing this evening? I'm Kenny Powers. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, oh, Kenny Powers. I'll well, address you as Kenny Powers the rest of the night. Yes. <laughs> I, uh, I will let my kids watch the first episode of Kenny Powers the other day. Why? <laughs> found it down, rather. I'm a great parent. Great. <laughs> Actually, in my... Only about ten minutes. I did cut it off because I was like, "Okay, maybe this is a little more risque than I remember." Um, <laughs> what did you but, mean? I mean, remember? <laughs> it's, it, it might be the most <laughs> offensive show ever to air on HBO. Like, possibly the most. Uh, you could go. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. It might be the most. I, I don't know of many HBO shows that allowed yeah. that amount of fucking leeway. <laughs> My my daughter thinks his name is Can- Candy. <laughs> and, and I, I want to watch Candy Powers again. Uh, my my son has the same exact haircut, so I've been calling him Kenny Powers, and they were like, "Who's Kenny Powers?" And I was like, "Well, let me show you. I got the box set, <laughs> and I popped in uh, disc one, and I was dying laughing. Like, so I love Danny McBride. Oh yeah, he he is." Something else, um, but yeah, no. As you can see, I mean, oh. it's nice. It's oh. uh, it's my hair. That is, I can that is I some can flow. It. I can pull on it. That is some shower. flow, dude. Yeah, it's like okay, the. I'm gonna do some. It's yeah, it's getting there, man. Mm. So are you? Are you should curl it for the next cast. Give it just yeah. a nice curl flip over there. That is a flow, dude. I I mean, so. Speaking of flow, we're getting into so today was uh, hockey day in Minnesota, uh, and I don't know why Texas doesn't do this. Real quick, isn't every day hockey day in Minnesota? Yeah. It, it it is, okay. but today is a is is like declared hockey day. So they start at nine a.m. They broadcast all the high school games. What? Yeah, yeah, and then they finish it off with the pros uh, with the Wild playing tonight, and at halftime of the the pros, they show the highlights of the 
the the high school. It's cool. It's cool as shit. And I don't know why Texas doesn't do football day in Texas or something. Because all these games get broadcast. It'd be fucking awesome to like have the Cowboys play at 7 p.m. You know, and Jerry Jones is like, oh, it's football day in Texas. And then you see the West Lake and fucking South Lake Carroll highlights. It's just cool for the kids. You know, like these kids are never going to be on national TV. <clears throat> the Wild and, and the Minnesota uh, uh, Sports Association for the Youth, they do this shit. I just think it's cool. Um, in any case, Parker, what are you drinking? <clears throat> wow, I think Brian might have a, a handicap sticker uh, in front of his vehicle. I think I fucking out. knocked my kneecap out of place. <laughs> I'm fucking hurt. All right. So uh, well, we'll let you deal with that. Uh, yeah, tag me in, coach. I'm drinking a... Sierra Nevada Tropical Torpedo. Oh, that's fake beer, didn't you hear? What? Well, don't even. No, Frank, don't even. It's a fuck. It's triggering, and I'm not gonna play that. That is a legitimate beer. Game. Parker, fantastic, it's a delicious taste. beer. Yeah, absolutely. So, is a, a hazy IPA? I'm guessing. Nope, it's a double IPA, but they used uh, orange peel or something in that one. Yeah, Ooh. because they have a torpedo. Yeah, torpedo is the OG double it. IPA. Yeah, yeah. And so, what's your Okay, what's the ABV? That's got to be what, like ten, eight, six. Oh, it's only six. Ooh. I fucking I forgot for, that torpedo is for a deeper. That's well, pretty low. No. Oh wait, no, no, no. Hold on. It's Time out. Actually, not a double. Let me correct myself. Torpedo is a uh, a piece of equipment that Sierra Nevada like coined the term of uh, to put in their boil kettle to. Uh, like basically dump hops into. So it was a hop Got torpedo. Uh, and then they would really? recirculate mash around at the end of the boil or toward the end of the boil um, to increase the hop flavor and aroma at the end of the boil. I forget every goddamn time that Sierra Nevada is the reason that the hop torpedo is a thing. Now, they have a beer called Torpedo IPA, which is a double IPA following the Russian River Pliny the Elder recipe model. Okay. Um, which mm. is... Elevated I, uh, elevated ABV may not be even more than 6%, but uh, for the 90s when that beer came out or the 80s when that beer came out, it was extremely high, especially when compared to Sierra Nevada Pale Ale, which is like 5.4%. Wow, I, I fucking blacked out there. What happened? Yeah, that's wow. okay. <laughs> I recently ordered something from adamandeve.com uh, called the Torpedo as well. It's a different um, uh, different model. I'll show I'll you guys videos of that. Please don't. Uh, we'll do that on the Nintendo Twitch. Um, <laughs> I, so, <laughs> live stream. Tor- Parker's I'll just... do an unboxing. <laughs> <laughs> it's an unboxing on his chair. And you're just like, wait, hold on. What did, where did it go? Where did it go? We just have to be. We just have to be sure that before we get to the unboxing, we talk about hitting the notification bell, uh, hitting the subscribe button down yeah. below. The torpedo <laughs> extra IPA, seven point two percent alcohol. See? Okay, but that's not the. It's uh, not what he's drinking. Something. No. Um, no, it's not. But I like this one. I've been getting this uh, mixed packet from Casco. 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 Um, it's got the dank torpedo. Uh, Tropical Torpedo and pale. just their regular pale. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's really good. Uh, so, yeah, that's what I'm drinking. Cool. Yeah. Oh, I, I recently taught my daughter about what ABV was. Good. <laughs> she, I was drinking a... I was drinking a... Uh, a Daddy a can drink 20 of these. Yeah. Daddy, Daddy can only drink five of those. <laughs> yeah. 
So if daddy's drinking coops, how many beers is he going to drink? <laughs> Two. Very good. Um, and no, daddy, she was if, like. If daddy needs to put you to bed tonight, how many coops can he have? <laughs> she pulled out a sheet of paper daddy that you're you to put him to bed tonight. How many have he had? Yeah. I was going to say, she pulls out a piece of paper that your wife left her, and she's like, X, carry um, the one, yeah. <laughs> she's like, carry the five. Today's a, today's a weekday. Hmm. <laughs> that factors in, yes. Uh, no, she she was like, was that $7? Because she's like learning to read, and so mm-hmm. hey, she's reading everything, you know, and she tries to, we were at the park today, and she just, it's funny, you know, she like tries to uh, m- contextually make, the sit, the sign makes sense and read it and yep. anyhow she's reading everything and she's like is that seven dollars and I was like no I was drinking a stovepipe of F five actually from the single section at the gas station had a kid um, <laughs> yeah, holy all fuck day. todos los dias um, and I was like seven dollars where'd you get that and she's like right there and I was like oh sweetheart that's alcohol by volume that's seven percent and I explained it so. This this Again, is daddy daddy juice. This is daddy <laughs> juice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. All right. So, uh, sorry, that was a bit abrupt. Um, so, <laughs> Brian. Yes. Um, <clears throat> on the uh, beer discussion, mm-hmm. right? So your you said that the brutal beers that you had today were really good. Fantastic. Um, Okay, so did you did you actually get to taste stuff at the brewery, or you had to buy it and then taste it? So I could, um, I, I could have tasted it. Basically, what I did, I I wanted today to be kind of an outing day. Uh, so, backstory: we realized that my daughter has not been out in a car for longer than like ten minutes in a, almost a year. So oh, we're trying to take her on longer road trips so that in uh, like mid March we can maybe take a take an adventure up to Oklahoma to see my family for the first time in a okay. year. Um, so we decided we were going to take her and Mrs. Brian on the road trip down to Bedford, which let me just tell you right now, uh, not driving to work every day. I forgot how shitty fucking Dallas traffic is. Um, mm. So I decided, Oh, I'm going to miss Dallas traffic. I'll go through the Fort Worth side because it's technically closer over there by mileage. Fuck me. It took me an hour and 20 minutes to get to fucking Fort Worth. Uh, that sucks. It took me right. 35 minutes to fucking get home going through Dallas. So anyway, I'm not I, I'm not bitter, guys. Uh, Fort Worth, get your fucking shit together, 820 and 35. Anyway, so yeah, no, we went over there. I didn't have a chance to try their stuff uh, personally in the tap room, but they did have a tap room. Uh, like all the tap rooms that I went to today were open. Um, I, I didn't, I mean, I'm, I'm still not comfortable fucking drinking or eating in public at the moment with a bunch yep. of other people. Uh, but, um, yeah, brutal beer works has a pretty cool tap room They're in like a strip mall. It's kind of weird. Uh, it's a, a different setup. Uh, it's <laughs> dollar general next door. Dude. Oh, Parker, you missed it. So the first place I went to today was false idol and it was behind a buy here, pay here, uh, car, uh, a car lot mm. is <laughs> odd. Uh, yeah, they, <laughs> Financy on most a key. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like you got a washer and dryer. That's your down payment. Like that's your. Oh yeah. You're gonna put a One lean against push, that. Pull and drag. Yeah, it was uh. real sketch. Like they had a fucking '89 uh, Silverado and a fucking '73 Duster on the lot, and they're like, "You want to buy one?" No, I'm good. I'm fine. Gang, uh, but, gang. <laughs> but right behind that was this really nice, beautiful fucking brewery. I was like, 
what the shit is happening? And then also a neighborhood on the other side of the brewery. So it was in a weird spot. And then Brutal Beer Works is less than a mile up the road from there. Uh, Brutal is in like the strip mall area. Uh, behind like a fucking pho place and like a like an artisan like pizza joint or sushi pl- I don't know it was fucking it was a weird part of town man uh, but brutal um, I was telling Frank before the cast and maybe at the beginning of this brutal uh, actually tasted their beers at a homebrew festival um, before they became a brewery a couple years back um, so it was kind of cool I got to taste the stuff out of their garage <laughs> a while a while back and then now I'm tasting their stuff like in their fucking actual produced cans with labels and their shit is really, really good. So, uh, like I, I'm, I'm a, a, a huge fan of their stuff and I think I'll open another one, uh, here in just a second, but uh, I had their, uh, I had their roast Malone beer. It was a coffee nice. stout Parker. It was 11.2% alcohol. I believe it. Mrs. Brian said, and I quote, it tastes thin. What is this? And I was like, Oh, it's a, Oh, it's a coffee stout. She's like, it doesn't taste stouty. I was like, what, does it taste good? She's like, yeah, it tastes like cold brew. I was like, yeah, cool, 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 cool. Huh. We'll just leave it at that then. Enjoy. <laughs> Drink another one of those. And, dude, it you was it was oh. wild, dude. Like when you, I poured it into, I have a, a brandy snifter that I pour high ABV beers into so I can kind of, I don't know. I, I, I lie to myself like, and I'm like, oh, this is a responsible pour. If I was, if I owned a bar, I would pour a beer into this size glass. Mean had hair like parker's i would not be responsible. <laughs> no i would use the what what brutal yeah. beer works has on every one of their uh labels because they have sticker labels you'll appreciate this parker can you see what that says gunny hole that's their shotgun hole that they cut out of every one of their fucking labels so you could just stab that part right there and then open it up and shotgun a beer <laughs> well but i mean it's not like it's so weaker area of no but here's the deal here's the here's the no, it's just at the bottom it's at the no, bottom cute i like it it's cool and it's clear of all debris because i don't oh, know if you've ever stabbed sticker. one of these okay. plastic wrapped okay. cans like you're starting Appreciate sucking it. in plastic that's how you die that's how houdini died i think oh that's kind of like uh no houdini drank <laughs> the top true. of a modello in a church <laughs> <laughs> they thought it was Goldschlager at first. It turns out it was Modelo. <laughs> it was a Modelo crown cover. Get them every time. All right, I hate so, those. Uh, yeah, that, I mean that is that is cool. I, I do. Uh, I, I, big props to Brutal. I'm a, a big fan of their beers. I've already tried a variety of their shit tonight, and it's fucking awesome. Frank, All right, Brutal, change it up. Call it the Glory Hole, and I'll be. I don't think they're no. Gl- no, brutal, not good for marketing. Not, it's terrible for marketing. Uh, take it from a guy who was terrible at marketing last week. We'll just leave it at that. You know, just fucking don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> but Frank, did you just open up one of those? Uh, uh, what? Yeah, fucking... I, I, honestly, I think it's the best high, hazy IPA in Texas. Not Texas in Austin at the moment. The Macana Haze is fucking amazing. Uh, I do find it kind of funny. I'm not sure when this beer came out. It, it's rather recent. It has to be because it's still a sticker beer. But they are clearly selling so much of this shit that they're having to use other cans, do like it. backup cans. Because the first, the first can, if you recall, and we can go back to yeah. the cast, right? It was a silver like uh, lager can. Mm-hmm. Now they're on to the strong blonde cans. Eh, so, fuck it. Whatever you have laying around, stick it. 
Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, keep buying this because <laughs> it deserves its own can. It should be a regular in their lineup. It's a very good beer. The brewer that's currently at Twisted X, his his entire repertoire in the past was uh, New England uh, uh, hazy IPAs. Yeah. So he knows what he's doing. And yeah, man, this is such a good quality beer. It's no 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 questions asked if you see it on the shelf just buy it it's fucking good so i just opened uh, a beer from the last brewery that i went to today turning point which we all know my love for turning point mm-hmm. yeah that's great fantastic stuff this one is not in their hazy lineup it's not even in their you remember the african dream pop series of beers that we that i bought uh for that uh mrs frank opened up on my birthday weekend that was mm-hmm. so fucking good so they made an african nightmare uh pop uh, which set okay. me back. I should have looked at the price before I bought that bad boy. Cause I bought four cans for $24. Anyway, not bitter about it. Um, it's a smoothie style beer. We'll get into that in a later episode, I'm sure. But this is a, 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 a sale beer. Okay. $8 a four pack. And I should have bought every fucking four pack they had just for the name that is alone. A hell of a price just for the name alone. Okay. It is a yeah. Munich, a Munich style Hellas beer. And those in the DFW area already know what it is, but I am going to raise this to the camera so Frank and Parker can read it. What does that say? Das Boot Goofen. Anybody Reno 911 fans out there? A little new boot goofing? <laughs> Just do a little new boot goofing. <laughs> I didn't pick up on it, but yeah. Das Boot Goofen. Yeah. <laughs> It's so fucking That's great. Awesome. It's the fucking best. And, and the fact that it's a goddamn Munich Hellas. Oh my God. I... I love, I love these fucking beers, and the name is just fucking killer. All right, so we've been chatting on about beers here for about forty minutes. So good too. We should we should get to some content now. Uh, that was content. It is no beer left behind, Frank. I don't know what you're doing. Like, what are we even doing here? Did All right, you, no, no. Do I need to put the coupon code back up there? We should. Yeah, okay. MBLB twenty uh, for nothing. Twenty percent off. Your own website where you activate the code. All right. It is um, now up on our screen. Use uh, use code MBLB20 for nothing at all. Yeah, I like that. I, I think that's appropriate. And uh, yep. if you are tuned in to the live stream. Sorry. <laughs> good luck. Parker is part- on Saturday night. Parker's just if apologizing for our own appearances. <laughs> if you're if you're not tuned into the live stream yet, you really should get on Twitch. Twitch is a great platform. Um, okay. So. Content-wise, I had one thing that we need to discuss tonight. Yes. On my end. Okay. okay? And then you guys are freewheeling yeah. and dealing. I got notes. I took notes right. today. <clears throat> I got I got right. grinds my gears from last time that got left over. Yeah. So we, we're, we're good. We okay. got content for yeah. days here. So days. I want to I wanna give props. Okay. Oh. And I, I know on this cast, we don't give a lot of props. We complain about a lot of shit. What? But <laughs> what... <laughs> traffic uh, out of the Brian guy. Fucking Parker yelled at school buses, so calm down. <laughs> he, did. he did. Um but what is what is currently happening in Oklahoma State sports just from a coaching perspective is to be commended. Um and I want to I want to I want to call it out. We're we're Oklahoma State grads. We went to the school 2005 through 2010 and um the reason we always wanted to go to Oklahoma State for a lot of us is you show up on campus, it's like a family. You show up, people care about each other. Um, it's not like a big university, even though it is big. Um, 
everybody has each other like in mind when they do things and when they go to sporting events, you know, it's like, yes, the player might be in the NBA next week, but fuck it. You know, he's an Oklahoma state grad and we're very proud of him. And even if we win nothing, we're going to cheer him on, you know? And that's the best part about Oklahoma state sports. We're not OU. We don't complain about people who underperform. Sometimes you just get players that aren't good enough and that's okay. Uh, but they came from Oklahoma state and we're proud of that. And, you know, sometimes we go to the ship and most of the times we don't. Um, (laughs) and that was the best part about being an Oklahoma state fan for a long time. And we lost that for about 10 years because a lot of the shit that happened around the program wasn't about the kids. It wasn't about the sports. It was about the coaches. It was about the controversy. It was about, you know, the NCAA violations and bullshit that happened in the baseball program that happened in the basketball program. It, you know, Mike Gundy stuck things together, but he also threatened to go to Tennessee like a bitch. So, um, he also you know, didn't the, acknowledge, a, didn't acknowledge a global pandemic for a while and got a yeah, shit ton of players. On, sick. on the whole, our, our university is about family. It's not about winning. We do no. win a lot in, in sports that might not matter to people, but it's about, athletic success when kids are given the platform to show their skills, right? It's not, it's not OU. That's like a one sport school and sometimes might, might have three. Um, it's like we thoroughly, if our golf team is good, we'll fucking hit on out to Karsten Creek and, you know, cheer them on on the first hole. Oh shit, yeah. Um, if, if the baseball team is good, we'll pack that stadium. You know, like if, if teams succeed, Oklahoma State fans are there, and they're not OU fans who are like, oh, who gives a shit about the gymnastics team who's dominated for 10 years? Oh, they're um, amazing. Yeah, they are. Yeah, fucking and, it's annoying. And <laughs> it's it's the reason, right? Like, it's Oklahoma State is a family, and that I cannot stress that enough. And we missed that in a lot of our major sports for a while. And I want to give props to Josh Hamilton's uh, brother. Sorry. What am I talking about? Matt holiday. I was going to say Josh Josh, Hamilton. What the fuck? I'm an idiot. Sorry. You've been listening to crime and sports. For some reason I thought about Josh Hamilton, (laughs) Um, but uh, yeah, the holiday brothers, um, uh, Robin Ventura, who came back, uh, Mike Boynton, who took a job that was never supposed to be his, but, you know, we're also happy that it is his. Um, Mike Gundy, this past year, he he sort of ate a lot of crow and became yeah. a much better coach for it. Yeah. Um. So what what put it home to me that the the, the Oklahoma State family is in a good spot when it comes to sports today is Mike Boynton and the guys went out. They beat OU. At, they were never supposed to beat OU. Um, at OU. At OU, Cade Cunningham, we hadn't won there in a while. Cade Cunningham had an absolutely just disgustingly monstrous game. Those those kids, because of Mike Boynton, came back. Their first stop was at the new baseball stadium to cheer on the baseball team to get the victory. That that is Oklahoma State sports. That's what we do. And and to see that back in Stillwater is so important. It is why people come to Stillwater. It's why we love being Oklahoma State alums. And it was missing. It seemed as though when T. Boone Pickens gave his money, things became way more important. 
championships became overvalued and the kids were left hanging and and just to see that back was so awesome i, I today made me really really proud to be an oklahoma state alum it's just was fucking awesome i agree uh that is cool that scott hamilton came out of figure skate retirement <laughs> to help coach the <laughs> no i think isn't josh hamilton the dude who is addicted to meth and then yeah, coke who was is. a baseball player three comeback stories in the mlb and that still couldn't stay off piece heroin. of shit i remember going to the last i think it was the last <laughs> game or the second to last no it was the oh it was the osu alumni game at uh, the ballpark in arlington when we got like five dollar tickets for being osu alum uh and they gave us uh texas rangers hats that look like I don't know, Tennessee or University of Texas hats. I don't know. They're just orange Rangers hats, which didn't. didn't. Total wrong colors. <laughs> I don't know. I got three of them. Wear the shit out of them. Proud of it. Answer a lot of questions. Anyway, Josh Hamilton, it was against the Angels when he was playing for, like, when Josh Hamilton played for the Angels. And it was right after his, like, third or second comeback. And he stepped up the plate. They were like, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the ballpark in Arlington, Josh Hamilton. And there were, like, eight claps. And then everyone else. Boo! Go do some drugs, <laughs> druggie! Boo! Like it was not a welcome experience. Matter of fact, I remember someone the, the, the fans. Someone up in the upper deck, I don't know who he was, but he was probably intoxicated and very sunburned, kept yelling out, Why don't you throw another foul ball and kill a dad? And it was a whole thing. <laughs> it was me, I said that. Mrs. Wow. Bryan so, was really upset. All at right, me. but I <laughs> hey, yo, to be fair, to be fair, I think we can all agree that it's been tough sledding for 10 years in our sports. Oh yeah. Fuck yeah. And Ten it has, it ha- bro, but it hasn't been, no. Okay. So it hasn't been because of the kids. It's no. been the shit around the programs. That's just like, what in the fuck are these coaches? It's literally oh, yeah. like sports politics is what it is. Well, yeah. 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 And, um, sponsors and, Shoe deals and Adidas and Nike, whoever the fuck else, filling the bank <laughs> that we were taking money off the top from. To, but now, now, like tonight, it just it hit home to me that we have coaches in Stillwater that have enough money to where this isn't their concern. They're right. like, no, I'm building a fucking program here. I'm proud to be an OSU alum because the thing that we have is talent. We produce a shit ton of talent. Um, and it's just great to see that talent come back and care about the university. Just like if I'm, I'm, I'm a hundred percent certain <clears throat> if one day someone said, Parker, you go back, you're the head of the fire protection program. We need you. This thing's to shit. You would do it. Same yeah. with me. You know, it's like the, the, the level, I mean, Oklahoma state degrees used to be not good. <laughs> and now they're at least good. And, well, mean, they weren't the best. In engineering, the they were always good. Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, no, I was gonna it say, wasn't. It wasn't it, UCO. Yeah. Fuck off. No, National no. no. Okay, all right. I'm, 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 I'm not day, flaming. One night. Are all right. <laughs> Saturday's all right. Online's just fine. Nighttime, anytime. What was the one fucking, uh, what was the university that, uh, oh, what's his dick, uh, uh, the fucking Baptist preacher ran? Uh, Republican University. What was it? Oh, uh, oh Heritage. Uh, Heritage. Heritage. No, it wasn't no, Heritage. It was the one who beat Kansas uh, in football that yeah. one time, and everyone was like, "Wait, hold uh, on, wait a second. This MLM has got a fucking football team." <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so okay, no. So what 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 I meant to say is right is like our sports when we were in school brought the university a shit ton of notoriety right. and a lot of fucking new yeah. students, and there wasn't this follow through in the OSU family, right? Like it was like things got corporate real quick. Yeah, and seeing Boynton after. They beat OU, which is probably the biggest OSU basketball win. Now, granted, we've beat Kansas a bunch of times, and but beating OU at OU has been a fucking nightmare for a long time. To see them go there with the top talent in basketball at the moment and to come back and go, no, 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 folks, this is about the family. You go to the fucking ba- baseball stadium and we're cheering these kids on until the ninth inning – that's important. That's the shit that like defines Oklahoma State, and Boynton gets it. Yeah, and uh, uh, Holiday gets it. Gundy used I to hope, get it. I hope Gundy gets back to getting it. the 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 important thing around Oklahoma State is not winning. Right. It is about being competitive, winning when you should win, winning sometimes when you shouldn't win. But no one, no one in there. A uh, 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 right mind is going to expect you know Oklahoma State basketball to go big Duke fucking Fuck seven no. years in a row. It's not <laughs> no. the thing. Um, but we're we're proud of the fact that we are competitive at every sport, um, and that's that's why we support the team. Dude, we regularly sent Olympic wrestlers to fucking to yeah. wrestle the world. Like, well, that. we've won we've won seventeen bouts in a row or some bullshit like. Oklahoma State wrestling right now is like th- literally fucking dominant. There's a reason that the National Wrestling Hall of Fame is in Stillwater, Oklahoma, of all fucking right. places. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's incredible. And if you ever doubt for one second that students don't care about wrestling, go like go to Gallagher Iba and attend a fucking wrestling match with any Big Twelve school or it, like any time that like Penn State comes to town. It's yep. or Minnesota comes. To, it's, it's nuts. Fucking it's amazing. Fucking nuts. That was one and of, if you if you. If you it, like, it, I, I, I guess the the commitment to our sports runs so deep, and it's it, it hurts so much for about a decade because mm-hmm. of the coaching bullshit. Regularly in our thread, Sunday, whatever PGA tournament's going on, Parker will be like, "Oh, Fowler's in it. Michael Wolf's in it," and we all watch. It's okay. like, hell yeah, let's fucking get a poke to get a title, you know, like. Yeah. Dude, it's and that's the reason people want to go to Oklahoma State. It's it's not commitment for a day. It's commitment forever. And then it also means writing off people forever, like Tyreek Hill. Yeah, oh, um, fucking piece of shit. And that's okay. That's okay. Like you, you have our commitment until you fucking fail. I, you know at what? Life. You know what? Not at the sport. Mm. At life. You if you what? fail at life, it is difficult. Other university, I appreciate at that level. Texas Tech. Like mm-hmm. as far as like I, I feel like I've always put OSU and Tech at about the same level as far as fandom goes, but in the real professional world, they're held in the same regard of like, hey, we'll tout our people no matter what until they fuck up, and in which case we just ignore them altogether and we wish they go away. Uh, but like one of my favorite things to do is post like Ricky Fowler like commercials for Puma or PGA or whatever. The He's fuck. so humble, Rocket dude. Mortgage. Like <laughs> Rocket Mortgage. Yeah. He's fucking great. Like I was like that. That dude went to school. It's the same place I did. I don't give a fuck if I never yeah. interacted with him one time. 
Like I can talk about the time that Bobby Reed was in my fucking geog- geology class, uh, and he was a senior and I was a sophomore. No big deal. Whatever. I saw Ricky at the bar one night and I was like fanboy. Oh, dude, as you should have been. You yeah. pay your respects to Ricky Fowler when you I see mean, him in a bar. Have you, have, you, have you seen his right shoulder on a drive go past this fucking head? And you're like, of course. What yeah. the flying fuck is going that's on the here, flexibility, you five foot seven motherfucker? That's the flexibility you develop on one of those mechanical bulls on 6th Street. You know what I mean? When you fall yeah, off yeah. and fucking, your elbow hits your, your left elbow hits your right ear. You're like, wait, hold on. What, what, what is that all about? I th- so, yeah, I think we can directly I, attribute that to Murphy. I get an extra, extra 40 yeah. yards on my drive with that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, yeah, I guess to wrap the segment, uh, it, it, I think we've turned the corner in Stillwater, yeah. and I think it's going to be because of coaches like the uh, um, the Holiday Brothers and uh, Boynton, who is not an Oklahoma State grad, but he gets it. Um, but that's it's the, important. But it's that's important. The, that's that, that's the key to OSU sports in general because some of our biggest talent didn't start out as fucking freshmen at OSU. None of them did. Right? Like, they <laughs> transferred in because they had talent. They were accepted into the OSU family, and they fucking adopted whatever our, our you know, or, way of life was, and they were successful. Or they got DUIs in Louisville, Texas. That's true. Or a shit ton <laughs> Yeah, Justin Blackman was fucking... That dude was so fucking good. He was. Yeah, if he good. could just not drink, he and do drugs. was going to be a monster yes. in the NFL. I mean, that uh, he's the saddest story to ever come out of LSU. Um, yeah. So, um, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. In, no. 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 In, in in general, you're absolutely spot on. It's it's the the way that Stillwater forms you as a person you're in the fucking cornfields is so important and it's it's the reason we are who we are as humans right it's like you had to find the random parties to go to and figure out how, who to talk to and how to talk to them because the parties weren't just going on all around you um it honestly like i i, I don't miss those days because those days had no money but <laughs> I can definitely miss those days. Yeah, well, sure. I mean, those days would have been a hell of a lot easier had I had money, but it would have been fucking different, though. Yeah, if you would, it would have been different. That's true. I don't don't think that. Yeah, but on on the whole, if you're flying out every week into New York City because you were just, you know, super loaded, that's true. That would have been different. You wouldn't have been stealing bottles of vodka from shitty house parties. Yeah, you wouldn't have gotten out of house parties. It's true. You wouldn't have. You would have thrown up everywhere at the Shortcakes Diner and, and left oh Parker holding the bill. That was that was expose facto. You yeah. you wouldn't have you wouldn't have stolen a handle of vodka and asked someone else to steal three brothers DVD from someone's house and then left and gone to another apartment on campus to watch said stolen DVD and drank handle of vodka. Mm-hmm. That wouldn't have happened. Well, and we saw the we, at a shitty steakhouse. Watch well, a guy that. watch a guy do cocaine do off of a fucking uh, a countertop in a in an apartment where you are watching said stolen DVD and you were like, mm-hmm. wait a second, I've never seen anyone do cocaine before. No, but, but then, now I've then seen it. What ran through your mind? What ran through your mind immediately was what's really the bigger crime here? <laughs> oh, we all knew what the bigger fucking crime was. Just no one wanted to say it. I'm like, that dude's doing cocaine. I'm sorry, what's happening? Wait, OSU is a great place That's to a- go. Yeah, it's awful really- lot of cocaine. <laughs> awesome. 
A lot of okay. So real quick on that, like you, you, you likened it to uh, uh, Texas Tech, and so in that, in I would say that Texas Tech is kind of an island as well, like mm-hmm. Stillwater is. It's not part of a big city. It's not anywhere. Ne- you know, it's they're out there, and so like you got who you got, and you fucking get along, and you you have to. You're tight. I think you're definitely tighter knit uh, family than than uh, universities that are you know in a. Los Angeles, or you know, whatnot. Like, uh, I mean, you know, shit. All town feel. NYU, get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Yeah, I mean, if yeah. if you think about it, right? Like when you talk to an Oklahoma State alum, which we've all done now, <laughs> you talk about every, you know every the week. bars. It just <laughs> no, the bar. The, <laughs> the bar. Well, I mean, I, I guess not to date <laughs> us, but it's been a decade. Uh huh. Um, so you you talk about the bars that used to be. You mm-hmm. talk about you know. Like it's 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 incredible how the conversations span generations, you know. So it's like, yeah, okay, the Stonewall might not be there, is there, whatever, you know. Like bullshit, Stonewall will always be there. Sure, but like, there's always some transition there that you everybody relates to, you know. Like if if you go, oh yeah, the bar across the street from Subway, which is the Stonewall, um, if it disappears tomorrow it's like yeah that used to be the stonewall this is what we did at the stonewall like when we were there they launched edm nights you know and edm nights at the stonewall were the fucking shit um it was 2296 paces from the stonewall to mrs brian's dorm room and you still have there's Brian those marks all over the buildings like, from between the Stonewall and Mrs. Brian's old apartments. So it's fucking like historic, really and truly. There should be fucking like a an ale trail from there. How did the Stonewall yeah. just need some much better ventilation? No, if I recall, Stonewall <laughs> is fucking yeah. historic. That, that place should be on a fucking map somewhere. Never should yeah. be torn down. Never should be changed. If you go to piss. In a fucking bathtub that's mounted to a wall, you know you're yeah. at the stone wall. I, I just and terrible, terrible bathrooms. I mean, they're tiny as fuck. The bathrooms, the door, the bathroom, the 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 door, the door, the door literally hits you in the back when someone opens it, and, and you're pissing, and you're pissing, and it's a vertical. It's like it's a it's a fuck. You're just seeing dicks. Pissing in a trough is all yep. you're seeing. It's not someone's back because that would be too classy. No, and every once in a while, every once in a while, you'll see some chicks like. Yeah, trying to sneak a peek. You're like, what are trying you trying to see who's got the hog in there? Yeah, like, what That's are you right, doing? Right. Why are you looking at piss dick? Piss no, dick dude. is never fucking good. If you're, if well, you're some in, of them might be golden shower chicks. If you're into That's piss true. dick. That's a very good point. Right. I mean, sure. I guess if you're into that, don't yeah. lose my number. If you think that, well, look dick, at that stream. Look yeah, at that yeah. stream. Oh, <laughs> that is a thick boy stream coming yeah. out of that hog. Look at it's got <laughs> rifling on it. He's must have. <laughs> Like, look at the accuracy like a power washer like, yeah you can put a fucking strobe light on it it's just <laughs> continuous Unreal. definitely not ada compliant no fuck no, no. Way, Jose. <laughs> dude hard for us to find one in that town do you yeah. know which one is definitely not uh the bathroom in new orleans okay. for oz uh you know the gay bar that we went to uh which 
Brian got shit housed in and had to go to the bathroom and realized this bathroom's weird. It doesn't have a door on the men's room. It was just glory holes <laughs> all around. A, it was literally a fucking it was literally a door and like a, a freestanding <laughs> toilet in the middle of the room. You're like, what you can stick your dick in here, you can stick your dick in here, you can stick your dick in here. Brian was just going skiing left and right. That was weird, man. I had to yeah, I had to like to flush the toilet. I had to like these bars came out of the wall and I had to fucking like push them back and forth to get the water to go and then when the water went it was milk very difficult it's a workout it was it was difficult there was so much smoke in that bar frank do you remember how how much like fake smoke was in that place yeah it was they were trying to get the the dance floor uh kind of turned up but do you how many people were in there it was us it was just the four of us or five of us and then the awkward couple that was making out in the corner that really should have been there i'm gonna be honest that was really weird and it was was only like 9 p.m yeah uh, it might have been earlier than that because i think the sun was still out and we were all i mean i'm just saying (laughs) if you go to bourbon street and you're expecting any sort of normal behavior? I, you're right. You're right. Mail it in. Mail it in. I mean that 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 entire fucking it's disgusting. Bourbon <laughs> Street is the most disgusting place I've ever been to. I want to be clear. And I it have. Has, it has nothing to do with our experience at the gay bar. That was actually one of the no, better no, no. experiences that we had on it Bourbon was, Street. It was. <laughs> it's just. In general, the place is a fucking hellhole. Everything it's like yeah. you know how toddler Parker, you know what toddler sticky is, right? Like oh, God. you just like you smell fruit punch and you're like, everything around me is going to be fucking sticky. It's that except with like body sweat and like body odor. You know what I mean? It, like there's like crack sweat and then body body odor. There's a difference. Everything's sticky though. It's gross. Vomit. Yeah, I've been to some landfills that are cleaner than that city. Fuck yes. They they drive through and spray deodorizer in the in the mm-hmm. uh, yeah they pressure wash the streets every night and there's like as that. as good as we're gonna get. Why the fuck am I drawing a blank on the uh, space between the, the sewer and the like right by the curb gutter the, water the, the gutter the gutter <laughs> yeah wow <laughs> it's uh six six letters <laughs> i like I, I like when other um, people struggle with fucking basic vocab too because i find myself doing it uh, more and more lately and i'm like nope i'm not losing my mind i don't need to be institutionalized I'm, it's normal <laughs> it's normal <laughs> yeah yeah that place is a shithole yeah I, I can't go back um, for Nolan's, a decade. Guys, not, my, not my jam no um i've got a link that um, real quick, um, I'm gonna send this to you, but send it to uh, Telegram so it doesn't show up on Twitch. <laughs> well, can I send it through Hangouts or whatever the fuck this is? No, don't do it. Oh, don't do it through Hangouts. No, do it through Telegram because it'll otherwise it'll show up on Twitch. Is what I was saying. Uh, Frank did that earlier, and his fucking social security number showed up on the, on the <laughs> Twitch stream it's all the time. <laughs> um, well. Okay, I don't, you know, I'm not technologically savvy, but I know I like um, what you should. So I'll just send this through here. Well, I don't know why I'm fucking masking it. I'm about to talk about it. Oh. Um, Google that. Okay. Also, OSU is like six and zero in overtime this year, uh, which is impressive. All right, hold uh, on. I'll, I'll Google it for the old Twitch okay. stream so we can do that. I'll, I'll pull this up over our faces. So ooh, I ooh. nearly died. Okay, this is a news anchor in Tulsa. Yeah, I mean, she's beautiful. Okay. Yes, she is. She is very beautiful. Her name is Sawyer Bussy. (laughs) I'm not fucking kidding. I know you're not kidding. It looks like her last name. (laughs) 
is pronounced Bucky. It's not. But it's no, no. <laughs> they, I heard a report and I, I died. I thought it was Frank saying something about Bussy. Parker. Her name <laughs> saw your. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> okay okay inside joke I'm, I'm i know so hot i'm i'm sweating I'm my, under, my eyes are sweating okay it's hilarious that you bring this up <laughs> so i saw that you know i'm big on the tiktoks now right i'm a I'm, we're we're a tiktok star okay i'm gonna play some audio for you all right it's not even fair i'm gonna play some audio for you you're going to appreciate this i saved this video specifically for you because I brought this up to Mrs. Brian and she was like, don't you think that's offensive? And I was like, I don't think so because I feel like people who have their bussy A sense violated, of humor. Well, okay, yeah, sense what? of humor. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> I was going to say is like people who like get it, get it. Sense of humor is a much better way of saying it. So I'm just going to say sense of humor. I'm going to play this audio, okay? And just let you hear it. Show me your favorite tiny pointless item little chachis just tickle my bussy in the right way so let me show you a couple <laughs> that's all i'm gonna say on the matter okay <laughs> and it's you know what validated out there listening i i just want to hold on where where is it hold on i have something for this guys damn it hold on wait wait where the fuck is it there it is <laughs> <laughs> Vindicated. I am right. I swear I'm right. I should have patented that term in 2014. Should have. Oh, when Frank almost got all of us, our asses kicked, every one of yep. us. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it wasn't Frank's fault. We kept screaming that at Frank. So it's not his fault. We're blaming the victim in this case. It was more of a telephone type situation. It don't. We're not, gonna, we're not gonna we're not gonna bring it up. We're not gonna bring it up. There was there was no ass kissing, but I'm pretty sure Parker handed out a lot of ten dollar bills. We dude, yeah. it was a fucking PR that was a PR nightmare. That night. <laughs> way out of a situation with you. Okay. Real quick, if we had had No Beer Left Behind podcast, we would have had the opposite problem that you had last week, Frank, when dealing with a newspaper, where you're like, no, we want no fucking connection with the good Samaritan behavior that I have with this goddamn degenerate podcast. We would have been like, no, 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 please don't, don't associate this degenerate behavior with the fucking to decency me. of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. It was bad. It was a different world, 2014. Parker's right. It was. Yeah, look at the yeah. office. Fuck yeah. it. Yeah, I don't think that's the way to look at it. I don't think we compare those apples to fucking uh, good Samaritans or <laughs> decent human beings. These yeah, just are people just trying to enjoy their evening. <laughs> <laughs> couple celebrating their 60th win wedding anniversary. <laughs> no, 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 no. That never happened to those. Ah, well, it probably would have if we'd if we'd run across them at 10:15 p.m. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we would have gone to Golden Corral. <laughs> Do you remember, Do you remember when right. I had to go piss while we were getting tacos? I don't know. I don't and the fucking the the uh, I was gonna say yeah. Remember also the time that Parker drank a fucking fourteen percent homebrew out of a bottle and was just like, "This well, is pretty I good, mean, Brian." Can, can we can we at least 
Ask Parker. There is a question that has been lingering in my mind about that Bachelor weekend. Ah, I'm sorry. The fact that we... Bachelorette party weekend. Thank you. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That where no. <laughs> you got to use a ultra thin nope pen <laughs> penthouse, not a penthouse, whatever the the one tier below <laughs> suite so bathtub <laughs> at the W in yeah. Austin. How how was that bathtub? It was it was great. Uh, had a had a did you pee, did you pee in did you pee in the bathtub? No, but that was my signature calling card in Stillwater. <laughs> urinating in bathtubs. Um, the bathtub bandit is what the local no one no one calls call it that. paper. No one calls yeah, it. It was all over uh, the news. Dwight Schrute came yeah, through. Yeah, Sawyer Bussy was reporting Saw- on it. <laughs> That's not her fucking name. That can't be her. We have to change I, that lady's I name. I fucking swear to you, dude. I about shit my pants. When I heard this, so you. I mean, I'm not kidding. You gotta listen to some of the audio. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not because <laughs> I. Is, I still think is, there's good in the world. That's why I can't listen to that. <laughs> this is Sawyer Bussy reporting live. Yeah. Sawyer Bussy, I barely knew her. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sawyer Bussy, damn near killed him. Damn near killed him. Oh, Sawyer Bussy, right. his name is Frank. Pay him respect, okay? All right, I think it's time for a beer count, and then we need to get into grinds. My a views. fucking million. <laughs> I can't fucking. <laughs> I can't change between. There it is. All right, yeah, we'll do that. <laughs> the whole thing. Hear ye, hear ye! It's time for a beer count. Listen to this track. Beers. There it is. Oh, Frank, what are you up to? Have you opened a beer besides the Hazy McConaughey? Oh, uh, dude. Oh, Guinness draft in a can. <laughs> Just it's it's such a staple. You didn't um, mix it with anything, did you? No. That'll get no. you killed over in Ireland. No, no. Yeah, apparently you fucking it's, murdered. It, yeah, maybe with a Bailey's. What do we call that? Uh, don't call it anything. Just call it Guinness and Bailey's, unless oh, you want your fucking knees Maybe blown out. Maybe if I out. put a little Jameson in it, it'd be called a what? Oh, oh, it'll be called a fucking death threat from some <laughs> right. Iron 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 called weirdo. Ask Rory McElroy. <laughs> Ask Rory. <laughs> We're just gonna call any any mixed drink with a Guinness. It's just gonna be an Ask Rory. No, um, it's not. Not, not fuck him. Fuck Rory. <laughs> It's duality. We know this because we put it out on TikTok at No Real Left Cast. Yeah, but that's the one. If you mix anything else nope. with beer, no, it's it's a Guinness. Guinness. It's Guinness and Lager, Guinness and Cider. Guin- okay, Guinness, I Guinness, what Guinness I'm and is, Cider. Is if, you, hmm? if you happen to do the old <laughs> dropping of an Irish whiskey shot into a Guinness, uh-huh. ask Rory. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. I see what you did. In any case, no. uh, this is not an Ask Rory. This is just a straight up Guinness, and it's just the most consistent beer there is. I, I don't even know. It's my desert island beer, and I will fight anyone who says it. Yeah, is it's not just. Good. I will so literally come to good. your. I will come to your I house. Be so intimidated by Guinness, like it's, back in the day. Like, oh my god, that's dark. So like, so beautiful delicious. beer. I, I literally. Beer. If you want to see Brian cry at the end of the night, hand him a pint of fucking Guinness and ask him what his mm. thoughts are on on nice. Guinness draft. I will yeah. fucking cry. And and they nailed they nailed the can version of it. Like yeah, 
this does taste it's 90 percent there's off the tap like it's it's yeah. so close there's no other beer in the world that tastes as good in like at home as it does in the bar as mm-hmm. guinness draft in a can I, well, I mean, there's a reason they're like what the oldest operating. They're not. Brewery. They're not. But well, they do uh, there's, have, there's some Buddhist monk. Well, I mean, right? yeah, Stella, I mean, pretty much. Stella's yeah. been around longer. Technically, there's also Stella's like, been around longer than. Okay. There, there's a lot, but at the same time, Guinness has done. Do, uh, there's a whole fucking thing. Uh, listen. Okay. Arthur Guinness, the fucking socialist that he is, did more for fucking people of Ireland than anyone else in the history of Ireland. He's done more for people in Africa than most people who want to fucking do things for Africa. Uh, just in the way that his company handles brewing practices and handles the way they they pay and take care of their employees. It's Dude. fucking amazing. The largest like batches of Guinness that have come out uh, like outside of Ireland are brewed in West Africa and brewed in goddamn like Canada. It's uh, Guinness is amazing. That's all I'm going to say for right now. I'm 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 I, I'm too dust boot goofing to be fucking having serious conversations about the love that I have for Arthur Guinness and the Guinness Brewing Company. And he rid the the country of all of its snakes. That's not. It's not oh, the same. okay. It's not the different. same guy. It's a different uh, guy. Don't they consider? Okay. Do they consider their beer? They don't say it's black. They say it's dark purple or something like that. I've heard somebody say that. Like the brewery calls it a, it's a dark burgundy or. No, uh, you ever heard that? All right. So there is a, uh, a dead ear here. No, I'm, I'm I'm trying to talk. I don't know if you can. Hear. So there's a. There's a descriptor for stout that is not black. It is like ruby or garnet. Ruby, that's it. So really, really dark beers that are not fully black are technically they're like dark, 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 dark amber or ruby. And okay. if you pour a Guinness uh, export stout, I think, it's more like ruby than black. Whereas like Guinness Draft is black. It's black, black. It's 40 SRM. It's as black as black can be. Yeah. Um, but then when you pour like Jester King's black metal, it's also as black as black can be. Same way with Epic Big Bad Baptist, black as black can be. Um, but then when you start getting into uh, equally high ABV beers that are not, uh, they don't have as much roasted malt, they are like a dark, dark red. They're not necessarily black. Hmm. So, yeah. Okay. So I wasn't completely off base there no. in my uh, question. Great. What are we hearing here on the? I don't know. Uh, I don't fine. know, Frank. What are you watching? <laughs> you watching some news on six clips? Frank, are you with us? I'm dumbfounded. Somebody's watching like I'm dumbfounded. I don't know what's happening with Frank right Matt now. Match or something? Is he? He's not even listen. Is he listening to us? No, but looks like he's drinking something out of an oil filter though. No, that's what he does though. I, I'm not. You know what? We're just gonna get to the bottom of this live. I'm te- I'm texting him right now. What, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> not what. What are you watching? It's just what are you, are you doing? Not listening. No, not at all. I don't know how this is happening. He's got headphones on, but he's not fucking listening. No, I'm sorry. I was I was looking at the latest pitch for a Hollywood film on Bitcoin. How are you not hearing us and listening? Well, I muted I muted the browser tab. Oh, thanks. Honest. I really appreciate I that. 
whatever you're doing, I can hear, I can hear us, and I can hear what you're watching through your microphone. Oh, how so? I thought I oh, muted myself. I'm I, sorry. No, I think it's your headphones are on too loud, and you might be deaf inside. I don't know what. The no, fuck is I mean, happening. I'm, I'm probably dead yeah, inside. Right? Dead inside. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a good point. Good point. Deaf, dead, <laughs> yeah. same thing. Uh, Parker, okay. what, you, what, 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 what is your beer count? That's what we started all this on. I thought uh, I was sneaking a view. Here. No, we're, and we're talking to you over here. Meanwhile, and you're just like, you're, you're like Villa eating a five course meal on the cast. Hold on, let me. Uh, <laughs> I'm yeah. playing Villa's thumb drum right now, oh, but it's gosh. a beer tab. We need, we, need, we, need more, we need more NPR action on this Radio Lab thumb the drum. Fuck yeah, we do. We need more of that. Parker, what are you? What are you? What are you sipping on? <clears throat> I have that torpedo, um, tropical torpedo that is, and then uh, Coop F5, my go-to, and I'm on my. Excuse me. Oh I'm on my second F5. Oh my god. <laughs> I've, been, I've been sipping on this. Like, oh, the Bush's baked beans. That's good. Uh, right. That's <laughs> a few of those in here uh, periodically. <laughs> and you motherfuckers haven't noticed. I haven't. Uh, Holy shit. How long have you been doing that? Uh, dude, I've, I've done it. Uh, I mean, ask Twitch watchers. Uh, <laughs> about 12 times at this at this point. Holy shit. We don't think about watching because he he's watching movie trailers. But yeah, I Brian, <laughs> you're, you're, you're a little correct. more attentive. Well, so, not apparently not that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. And, and it was like a long, I'll be like. Oh, wow. No, yeah. Got me. I, I understand. You're focused on the hair. All I, the ladies are. I, yeah. <laughs> you bit, you bitch. <laughs> Holy Dude, fuck. like, is the fridge up and running again? No, it's not. It's oh. down and not running. How is it so down and not running? <laughs> what? <laughs> that's a that's a uh, old prank call, prank call from, like, uh, <laughs> yeah. the 50s. Oh. Hey, is your fridge running? <laughs> yeah. Well, then you well, better go get it. it. <laughs> I locked it in the house. I don't have very many friends, guys. Right. <laughs> Bear with me. All, All right. right. No, the fridge is not running. It's sad, though. I'm going <laughs> to probably, probably going to like uh, find a fridge mechanic and repair this one because I don't want to. <laughs> Because I've got all my brewery stickers all over. Are they are they called fridge mechanics nowadays? I don't think so. I think they're just called fucking uh, Fiverr jobs. I think Appli- appliance repairmen. I think is what they're called. I don't think they're mechanics. Craigslist the refrigeration world. Craigslist non killers. He knows something about some compressors and some, you know, some. Hey, you know who? I bet. I bet who? I know who could help you. I bet your good friend Kevin, who you've never met, but no, he knows exactly where you live. I bet but Kevin, he'd love to come over. He would love to come fix your refrigerator. Really? Well, yeah. I'll go walk out front of my house right now and ask him if he. <laughs> I was gonna say <laughs> he's just <laughs> driving around the block, waiting for you right. to come out and and start weeding your flower <laughs> bed at three in the morning to come up and ask this, you for help. <laughs> yeah, is this the day? Is this the day? Did he get a new Corolla? Is that what he's driving? No, on? it's a new. It's a new Chevy. It's a city van. It's more economical, but he can still ask you to help him put this put this so couch in the back door. of it. He's like, hey, can you help me put this couch in my van? <laughs> and he goes to. You know me with these groceries. <laughs> he, he asked you, you go to pick up one end of the cage. He's like, no, pick up the other end. And he just shoves you in the back of the van, a la Damn. Silence of the Lambs. And then he's wearing uh, your yeah. skin. Anyway. Buffalo Bill. All right. Buffalo Bill. <laughs> Buffalo Bill. So let's, Bill let's, get, 
historical character. Right? Let's go. Oh gosh, that guy's creepy. And you know what? Have, have you guys watched that Hell on Wheels show? Yeah, he's on that. No. Yeah, he is in that. Yeah. For a brief period of time, but yeah, he's still got that creepy laugh. He's also in Psych, I like think, or some other like, fucking uh, USA show. Anyway, Frank, you were trying to get us out of uh, creepy uh, movie talk, which I. Uh, no, I. I, I was just saying maybe that. maybe we should do some grind my gears. God, fuck me. <laughs> Uh, God, I want fucking Goodbye Horses is a great song. You know what? I'm not even going to. Okay. I'm going to play Grinds My Gears and then I'm going to take this call off air. Okay. Uh, I'm going to let Parker take this one away. Okay. You ready? And. Parker, tell me what's going to get you all fired up. Yeah. Fucking saran wrap. It is the worst like okay. trying to cover a you know whatever when I mean, you're putting leftovers in a bowl and like inevitably you know it's like whenever you're like trying to like mess with duct tape and it wraps back around on itself like a snake and then it or or it doesn't stick or the yeah the saran wrap doesn't stick that's a thing but just like if you're just i don't know it, it's a pain in the dick and I mean, that's where Tupperware is better. I'm sorry. You got to live. Tupperware is way better. All day. Thinking about hosting a Tupperware party at my house next uh, next Thursday. Like, are you in the scheme yet? or? Uh, yeah. Well, I'm not on the ground level, though, because I've got three people selling Tupperware underneath me. Oh, so, okay, okay. Yeah, every time they sell a 24-pack, I get $1.50. Ooh, so ooh, that's lucrative. Yeah, if you want to yeah. get in right now, um, let me know. I'll get you on my team. Yep, MBLB20 to MBLB.com. It's something that I do when I'm not selling essential oils, really. Um, Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. boss, boss man. Ah, dude. Um, so, Saran Wrap, yeah, it really pisses me off. Every time I just want to, uh, yeah. Where did Brian go? He went to go piss. Okay. <laughs> well, uh... All right, so so here's here's Saran wrap is not the only thing out there. Foils okay. better. Foils way better. And also there is there is this product that uh, where you, you're going. That's it's like a cling wrap type deal, yeah. and it's not a wrap, but it's like a it's almost like parchment paper yeah. when you feel yeah. it and you put it over something and it's it like sucks up. It actually works. I, I I don't know what people buy to get that effect. I have zero idea where to buy this product, but I've seen it in action and it works. Yeah. I don't care if like the main ingredient is carcinogenic. Like that shit works well. I it works. It. Also, have, there, there's a, a you've, you've bought that before? Yeah. Well, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Last brand or hefty or something. But it'd be it'd be great to like so we all oh, hear yeah, about have the them as a sponsor, yeah. That's what I was Well, thinking. that that would be great as well. But if you if you look on TV, right, it's like the bounty quicker picker upper. Why are they not challenging saran wrap uh, like at this level? It's like yeah. we actually fucking, you know. Well, Big Saran has got it on lockdown. Susan Sarandon is uh <laughs> I, well hold up. I fucking I went to take a piss, admittedly. I thought I heard Saran Wrap as your grinds my gears, and then I come back and I hear Big Susan Saran Wrap is 
causing a problem. What the fuck did I? What is grinding your gears? What is the basis? The Saran general. Just, yeah. It's so frustrating. Like you can't ever it. You can't pull it out and without it clinging back to itself. And then you have to like micromanage every corner to get stretched back out and then to put it over your. It's bowl a va- it's a valid concern to be honest. It it's yeah. it it is one of the false advertisements of the century. It mm-hmm. does not cling to metal. It barely clings to plastic. What are we doing here? Throw also, in the freezer. I noted that it is, is a very first world problem. You know, like I'm having difficulties I'm, putting something over my leftover food. I'm well, pretty sure. Welcome you, to first world listeners. I'm pretty we sure. We don't have you, any listeners in he, Ghana. Hear me out. <laughs> yeah. Hear me out. Throw your saran wrap in the freezer. Have you done this? Is yeah. this like a life hack? Yeah, throw it in the freezer. When you pull it out, like it's like the cold doesn't allow it to stick to itself you can throw it on shit and then as it heats up to normal temperature it'll fucking seal boom problem solved it doesn't wow. stick to itself it should be on the package then i'm are sorry you alien <laughs> how do you are you from the future tiktok honestly <laughs> fucking tiktok <laughs> dude Please okay. tell me you just learned that like two weeks ago i dude. did that's exactly the exact time frame in which i learned that <laughs> I'm just going to be honest with you. Saran wrap is the most frustrating product. It is. If I could ever not use it, I don't. Dude, like if, if I have leftovers that don't fit in the available Tupperware that I have, mm-hmm. the fuck out of here. I use a Ziploc. A Ziploc a bag Ziploc. or like I just put it in tin foil, like aluminum foil. I'm like, fuck it. I'll eat it tomorrow. And if it's bad by that time, I'm going to throw it away. Because anyway. Saran wrap just doesn't sucks. fucking work. It we sucks. did discuss how Tupperware is, is much better. Much better, and also how I'm hosting a Tupperware party next. Dude, Tupperware is actually how I'm storing my cigars now. It's I'm fucking done with humidors. I'm done. Like uh, Frank, that's what I was gonna tell you before the cast when I asked about the with the little packs though. Well, yeah, no, I I use those. No, okay, so use Bovida. They're Bovida packs that are two way humidification. Um, so they are preset to whatever humidification you need. So I have sixty nine percent, nice. But that's where I want my cigars kept, and it literally keeps keeps humidity at that temperature or at that percentage uh when you ha- are in a vacuum which in the uh i'm just going to show you here the, uh, the rubber made little fucking oh, deal yeah. that i have Those it's got a bad it, note yeah mm-hmm. like eight bucks it's a gasket it's got a gasket on yeah it's so it's airtight and right now my hygrometer shows 70 percent at 73 degrees like fahrenheit in this eight bucks I have a fucking like a fifty dollar humidor over there that I've been seasoning for fucking three weeks, and it's just steadily lost high like uh, it's steadily lost humidity over the three weeks. Yeah, I mean, it just it doesn't have a seal. It doesn't, <clears throat> and that's the shit. Like everybody's like, ooh, I, everybody. I was like, oh, I want a really nice glass top humidor. It fucking looks awesome. It's a piece of shit. Doesn't hold shit. Like it doesn't do what it's supposed to do. This, and the cedar doesn't do shit. No, and like, I'm allergic to cedar, so it fucking sucks. Every time I have to season it, I have to wear gloves to handle it because the oils that come out of Spanish cedar, my fucking fingers swell up like I'm goddamn elephant boy. I don't know. No, fair Spanish enough. Food. All right. No, I'm just allergic <laughs> uh, to cedar. <laughs> cedar, anyway. barely know her. Um, oh, goddamn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Uh, okay, Saran Wrap. Let's check that off the list. Um, speaking of ABV earlier, I just wish that it was like a beer standard to put ABV on everything, right? 
<clears throat> but there's still a many a beer out there that does not uh, put their besides Guinness there. besides Guinness draft and can. Which one? I don't know. It, now you put me on the spot. But package. Obviously, it was something I was drinking recently enough that I was like, uh... "Well, no." The reason I bring that up is because uh, there there are federal standards that you have to have ABV on ABV or alcohol by weight on your product, depending on the state. What? Yeah. So Dude, I I will fucking like scour over a can looking for it sometimes so look okay all right, so all right, next time i guess i'm gonna have to just like start cataloging so these. here's here's what i will say uh, on the average average product uh most of them will have it on the bottom of the front label so like this mm-hmm. shiner 1909 that i'm drinking it says 4.5 percent alcohol for example your um sierra nevada that you're drinking sierra nevada puts it on their back label usually at the top mm-hmm. or somewhere at the top half uh cans may be a little bit different but bottles that's where they put them um, but by law, most states require you to put the ABV on the packaged product that they sell. That most is, states. That's the key words there then. But here's the deal. You know as well as anybody, like when you go to nationalize a product, if you're going to sell a product in 40 states that require you to put ABV and two states that don't require, you're going to put it on all. Cheaper, yeah. Yes. So now, like, that's why yeah. if you run I, into it, let me know because I'm interested – Guinness is the only one that I've ever come across that does not put the ABV on their product. Okay, now that uh, yeah, now the ball's in my court. I'm it gonna have, I'm gonna start a collection. Um, the other um, cool thing is a uh, growler bars and uh, uh, breweries that sell growlers and crowlers to go. Yeah, they have technically to have there. to put ABV yeah. on there as well. Some I've don't. A mini yeah. percentage on a uh, on labels at the Broken Arrow. Broken Arrow Brewing. Yeah. Um, okay, so. Good question. Uh, but so on that note, though, like packaging, okay. does it have to be on the packaging or does it have to be on the individual product? Because the same thing is true. You know, I'm a size queen mm-hmm. and I'm looking for that bigger ABV. <clears throat> and sometimes when I can't find it, you know, I'm like, well, OK, you lost me. And I'm not going to buy this and then get home and be disappointed because it's 4.2. Right. So, um like are you talking about like bigger bottles or stovepipes or no? Like I'm talking cans? about like um, a, a four pack of like uh, something that I can't pull a beer out of a six pack sleeve like a bottle, you know, like a, a a box of cans. Oh, you're talking about the outside packaging? Yeah, the outside, the cardboard. Yeah, yeah it should have Oftentimes, ABV. It should have the oh, same ABV on that as it should. Really? On the can. All right. Yeah. I'm gonna go do some investigative journalism then. Uh, do it. I, I, I'm seriously. I'm interested to know just from a marketing standpoint alone, because I am also of the mindset. I hate when breweries do not put the date code on yeah. their mother, what they call the, not the mother carton, the mother packaging, because that's what the case is, um, but the actual sellable packaging. So like, um, I think Cigar City might still have the issue. Um, Cigar City sells a six pack of can, a six pack of twelve ounce cans in a carton, but the carton has ABV listed on it, has the product, all the information listed on it, but I don't think it lists yeah. the, the package date on there, which annoys the shit out of me. Sierra Nevada does that with their mother with their uh, six pack packaging. Firestone Walker does that with their six pack packaging. Now you have to look in different spots. It's a pain in the ass. Odell is another one. Sorry to jump back and forth. Odell does that with their their six six pack packaging. I love that because when I go into a place, we've talked about this dozens of times on this podcast about like you buy a Shiner Light Blonde that's fucking three years out of date. 
That's shit. You don't want that. Like that is no, not a good representation no. of that product. Or you Frank know, like a Carbach uh, Oktoberfest that was from the previous <laughs> year. <laughs> yeah, not bitter. Not bitter. Carbock. No, no, no. You just fucking you just let it go. Frank, what's the date on that mind haze that you just lifted up? That is Firestone Walker mind haze, right? I can't see it. I've got a mm-hmm. I've got a fucking logo over that. Canned on one five twenty one. That's right. hella fresh. Firestone nice. Walker, by the way. If you're in an area where Firestone Walker is distributed, I'm a Firestone Walker just fucking... I, I will milk those balls, okay? Wow. I love Firestone Walker. Firestone Walker has a 90-day Best Buy date on all their fucking product, all their hoppy beers. So Mind Haze, Union Jack, DBA, uh, anything. 90 days. If they are not cold yeah. stored, if they're not cold stored and they don't have... They're out of 90-day date range... They're pulling them off the shelves. They should be pulling them off the shelves. And if they're not, you need well, to notify your retailer. Uh, the other thing is the Lager. Lager and 805 and 805 Cerveza, 180 days. And they're strict to that. They hold the same regimen of they should be cold stored, and they should be taken off the shelf if they're over 180 days old. Fantastic. Like it's, it's nice when you know what you're buying because you know I've fallen prey before. Never again, though, if only once. Right. Well, what I'm trying to say, there's a, there's a saying in Oklahoma. Um, <laughs> Buy an old beer once, shame on you. So, Buy an old beer twice, won't be buying again. Yeah, yeah. I don't go to that liquor store anymore. That thank God, know. the one in Chickasha. Anyhow, <laughs> uh, I did buy a six pack of Elysian uh, Stardust. Okay. From a fucking Walgreens the other day, uh, last week, and. Uh, no, don't shake your head yet. I did my due diligence. <laughs> I'm just saying you probably paid $13 for a six-pack from fucking it Walgreens. Was, it was like, uh, yeah, eleven forty-nine or exactly. something. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, I killed two birds with one stone. I had to go there anyways, and I also needed uh, some You had to get your Valtrex, that. and then you were going to get some your fucking right. beer. Yeah, I got right, you. Right, um, right. But I was like, yeah, this is not like a really... Frequent flyer, I don't think, by most people's standards, anyhow. No. Um, I only started drinking it because of Troy, that boy Troy. Um, and it's good, it's 8.2%. So, oh, okay, you are a size queen. I know, I know. I'm, uh, I am what I anyhow. am. Yeah, I am whatever you say I am. <laughs> um, but I, I checked, I checked, and it was, uh, you know. Uh, it was a six pack of long necks, of course. I don't know if that comes in cans. I don't think it does, but it comes out of California. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm check this shit because I'm at Walgreens right now. There's there's goddamn milk and cheese in the freezer just to the left of me, <laughs> like." And it was like best enjoyed by May of twenty one. So I was like, "Okay, I'll roll those dice. Yeah, I'm I'm fine with that." Yeah. And uh, so yeah, I, I I honest I check everything now, and so that's where I feel like I'm like. I look at the labels uh, quite extensively trying to find born on dates or best by dates and, and ABVs. And I, I guess I'm going to have to just start uh, documenting the ones that don't post ABV. I, dude, Frank, you're on oh, mute. I'm sorry, buddy. Sorry. Real, real quick hitter. Sorry. Up there. The um, ABVs. I do agree with you. It is not a consistent labeling. Sometimes they skip the can. You need to do it. Put it on the package. Let me know. Let me know. <laughs> And and mm-hmm. listeners at home, 
hit us up over on our social media pages at MBLB beer on Twitter at no beer left behind or no beer left cast on Twitter and Instagram. DM us with any packaging, any can packaging that you find that doesn't have an ABV on it. I want to know because I think it's really interesting that people can skirt the laws and go around things. Uh, also to Frank's point and Parker's point, if you find a six pack package that doesn't have an ABV or a packaged on best buy date, let us know. Like that's the shit that I find interesting. You want to fucking get Brian fired up? Send send Brian that shit. So it's, I've never not found it on a package. It's the cans that I found multiple cans that don't have it. You. Send them. Send them my way, y'all. Yeah, I will. I will. I, and for like sure. and like do a do a three sixty of the can. Let me see what's up. And, and like m- because from my experience, and I can only speak from my experience, I have found the ABV on. Every can or bottle that I have looked at. In the fine print. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Outside of Guinness. Guinness Guinness draft is the only one that is, that falls outside. Yeah, Guinness of that doesn't have it. I, know but I mean, there's only so much surface area on a can. And if I say but that dude, it's not on there, please believe me. No, it's but, not you, on there. but you say that in a lot of cans, a lot of breweries will put it in like the fine print on the edge of a label. And it's yeah. like, it's whatever. I mean, it's still on there. Uh, Lagunitas is famous for putting shit like vital information in what looks to be like a frame around their artwork, and that. Well, we now inf- have we now have the challenge. Ch- Let's do it. The the gauntlet has been laid. Let's do it. Yeah, we'll find it. I also don't like whenever the Best Buy or Born on Date is like in a in a Julian calendar language that you can't understand. Julian calendar is, is the one that annoys the fuck out of me. That what is that is significant to the brewer, mm-hmm. but not to the consumer. That pisses me off whenever you're trying to figure out like, well, do they do year first? And the worst, the worst day? is the worst are Mexican breweries that use Mandarin. Uh, they use a, a fucking code that involves. Did alpha. you just say? I'm sorry. Wait. Pause. Did you say? Mexican brewers, and then Barga said Mandarin. I said, "Is this Mandarin?" Is this Mandarin? Like, oh, I was trying to decipher, so, you know, the fucking hieroglyphics. Something I got it. Not. Sorry, it was the continuation yeah. of your previous joke. Yeah, I did, yeah, just sorry. landed very sorry. weird. <laughs> so, Corona, Modelo, Victoria, Pacifico, they all use a date code that it uses uh, the alphabet for the months of the year. So that's bullshit. January yeah. is a. Uh, February is B, and then it skips over I, uh, so you have to figure that in. And then the next two digits after a letter are the the date of that month that that beer was brewed on. And then there is another alphanumeric code that is the brewery in which it was brewed on. It is so fucking complex, but now that I know it, I can walk into any like brewery or like any uh, shop or restaurant and be like, nah, that Corona, get but, the fuck out of here. Does that to me makes it makes you feel like they're hiding something? It, it does. It does, but at the same time, we've talked about this before. Anytime there are recalls on products, you have to have a very specific yeah, like a code number. like that. I get that. And Hold on, it wait, goes wait, wait, beyond wait, wait, wait. just the wait. lot number. The lot number can go after the date. Yeah, the, the fact it, yeah, that they right afterward. The yeah. fact so, that they actually do that with them. Go ahead. Sorry, the fact that they do that with the date does make. I guess I'm going to say informed, this. An informed consumer. Yeah. Here's here's what's up. I know what you're gonna say. Like an informed consumer, it confuses. It can confuse them into but what it, they. But it would it, it would suggest that you could uh, trick people into purchasing beer that it's is out of date. Older. Okay. Mm-hmm. So here's what I will say about Corona Modelo, Victoria Pacifico, and all those like a lot of Mexican mm-hmm. brands. I shall, they move product. It doesn't I sh- matter. I challenge you to find a Corona that is out of date. Yeah. One, two, find a Corona that is 
out of date that tastes any different than Corona in date because they're fucking clear bottles and they all taste gross. Um, <laughs> and you probably you probably shouldn't buying shouldn't be buying from a consumer. Uh, or a convenience store that has Modelo that's been on the shelf for fucking yeah. 45 minutes. Yeah, because they're bad at business. Like, <laughs> where did you get Modelo this? moves? Yeah. Like, it doesn't I'm sorry. Do you, do you like alcohol? You do. Okay, well, then this six-pack of Modelo should have gone eight months ago. What the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Now, no, that's true. That's true. A lot but, of but, to, to Parker's point, tricks, no tricks. Yeah. Get rid of the tricks. Well, Standardize the dating well, system. Yeah. It doesn't have to be complex. That's why a lot of American like craft brewers have that like two 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 dating code of brewed on oh one two one twenty one. Like boom, you know exactly what that means. That's what's so confusing about AB products, Anheuser Busch products. When you look at uh, was it Bud Light, uh, Michelob Ultra, and Budweiser, Bud Red, if you will. They all have the best buy dates or like enjoy before dates, whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, it's a bullshit. It's day. bullshit. You have to do some backwards ass math, aka yeah. subtraction, to figure out when that actual beer was brewed. And then you only can do that if you know how they date their products. And say you're in February. What their standard is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The February. fucker. February. February. Okay, Parker, next grind your gears. You've done ABV and Saran wrap. So Susan Saran That's wrap. Susan Saran Wrap. That's actually a good name for a brewery, Frank. February. I mean, that is a very, very good name. Well, for a there is, there is. A I think, I think actually, Susan Saran Wrap Brewing Co. <laughs> might be better. No, but- it's Susan Saran Wrap Palette Wrapping Company. They just come out and wrap palettes. That's all they do. Ooh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it, it, if people paid No Bear Left Behind for business ideas, they'd be billionaires. Oh, like, it wouldn't even be close, bro, so. we would fuck. You want your next MLM? Your next MLM is NBLB fucking product naming. I I think the question is, do you have the drive? I don't think you do. I don't think you do. No. (laughs) Go up and do a fucking... Parker goes, nope. Nope. All right. Next on my... Sorry, Brian. Finish that thought. You had something importante. Nope. Nope. It was just going to be a fucking airport uh, hotel scheme that the three of us go and fucking hype people up. On uh, doing shit, uh, Parker, you and I are sitting out in the audience, and we're just naysaying oh, Frank the plants. entire time. Yeah, we're Blants, and okay. we're just naysaying Frank the entire time, and he comes up with the solution every single fucking time. Mm. <sighs> he had anyway. like one of those jumbo post-it note things, and a oh yeah, he's got a easel. fucking tear-off pad. Yeah, yeah. Fucking... I like it. He's got a Maybe piano like a, for no fucking reason. Right. <laughs> like a fucking headset, like the dude that's selling pots and pans. Oh, he's the, the male uh, Britney Spears. Yeah. He's the male Britney Spears up there fucking slinging ideas. Kenny this Powers. Is post, this is all post-COVID, obviously, because we need to be closer than six feet. It's a whole right. thing. Uh, the ABCs. Like... <laughs> Go on. Brian, You're challenging the alphabet at this point. <laughs> I'm not I mean, so much challenging the alphabet. This is interesting. We As just I talked am. about we just talked about how Oklahoma State degrees mattered, and you really need to think about what you're just saying at this point. No. He's bringing up his challenge to the fucking alphabet. I'm going to challenge the core of language, the English language. Go. Fuck it. Go. It's not so much the 26. It is the what is that fucking dumbass ending that we've like. Hodgepodge on to the end. Now like, I've learned my ABCs. Next, next time, time won't, won't you, you sing, sing with me? What is that? I, you know what? I'm, I'm singing it with you because you're obviously still learning it. 
I'm not singing my fucking ABCs with a fellow coworker or an adult. Fair enough. Fair I, enough. I, I, I'm fucking singing with you right now. I got two points to that part. I'm heated. Okay. Second grade. Brian got a stern talking to. Mm-hmm. You ready? Dad didn't sing the ABCs with him. No, Next dad. Time. Actually, dad didn't do anything educational with me. I'm just going <laughs> to fucking call that out right away. He did nothing to support my fucking education. Dad, dad said good luck. Yeah, dad said you better do well in sports, bitch. And then he left. Anyway, and then didn't. he didn't leave. He just went out in the garage and smoked cigarettes and drank Diet Coke. I don't want to be very Diet clear. A lot of Diet, a lot Coke. of Diet Coke and a lot of cigarettes. Anyway, no, I got in trouble second grade because I said Elemento. Okay, I I, I, I was ripping through the alphabet. Okay, A B C D E F G H I J K L M N O P Q R S T U V. And my second grade you know, teacher was like, Elemento is not a fucking is not. I'm gonna say how I perceived it. My second grade teacher yeah. was like, Elemento is not a fucking letter, bitch. And I, I took offense to that because I was like, I said the fucking ABCs and then her other, yeah. her next yeah. counterpoint, her next, your honor, I'd like to bring up exhibit and, and I said to myself, what is exhibit and, and she's like, you said, what is it? Uh, X, Y, and Z. Now you, you said elemento. I said, oh yeah, elemento P Q R S T U V W X Y and Z. And she's like, and's not a letter. Of the alphabet. I was like, you fucking cunt. I fucking, I cannot with you, bitch. Yeah, that's that's appropriate use of the C word. Second grade Brian, no fucks. I remember crying after that. That bitch was like, there's no and. And I was like, I fucking can't do this shit. What's hilarious about this shit, right? So second grade Frank in South Africa, who now speaks fine English. Ah, um, I'll give you a passing grade. Every once in a while, um, <laughs> if you if you were now, I speak another language plus a half other, of another other language. Lang- you you speak like eight languages in total, and like there's some halves and quarters thrown in there, but they make up eight different languages. I feel so like that's you, you're giving yourself too little credit, is what I'm trying to say. Well, fair. I mean, I just know a lot of languages, but if you if you uh, uh, it's it's funny to me because in America, you guys are so focused on the primary language that in other parts of the world, I'm sorry, we you go meant, you meant the national opposite. language. National. Yeah, but we do the opposite. Like yeah, yeah. everybody's like, you're gonna learn English because it's like everywhere. Yeah, and in America, we we say you have to learn English because everybody else has to learn that to do business good. And it, but it's funny because it's fucked up. I didn't learn English until I was in third grade properly. And I am fine. I I just think it's funny. It's just fucking hilarious because you could learn a shit ton of languages without all of that bullshit pressure. So when I was in second, when I was in, no, fourth grade, sorry, fourth grade, uh, my English teacher was called ma'am. Okay. We didn't even know her name. She was just ma'am. And ma'am would only speak English to you around the school. And uh, she taught most people out of my school English. And quite frankly, in fourth grade, my native English-speaking language ability had to be spelling my name, my address, and saying my phone number. That was it. So it's, it's I just find... America's ways of teaching is just so fucking weird. Um, I mean, to be honest with you, I feel like that's most graduating seniors 
can't just have to know how to spell that in America now. Yeah, but it's just it's unfortunate, you know. Like it's the, the opportunity is so much greater. Like if parents actually wanted to do their kids favors, right? In in a big realm, you know, if you have the ability to have someone to speak Spanish to your kid, oh, it's oh, fucking yeah. amazing. I'm speaking Spanish all the time, like my children. It's just important. Like Fuck don't yeah. take don't take their sort of problems in English as being an actual issue. It's not. It's going to solve itself. There's too much English around these kids to not solve. You need to be sure that they're introduced to the other languages because once they start putting you into Spanish class in fucking fifth grade, you're no longer able to absorb absorb Spanish. Like it's I will, not, I will say this, uh, for, like that's better than nothing at all. And that is better sad. than nothing at all. You're that's right. what's You're right. sad, uh, is that especially people who live in the South who fucking like, actually- but it's a total, it's a totally different approach that's taken to everywhere else in the world. Like you go to London, people speak two languages minimum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. America, you're like, oh, you speak English and you dabble in what else? Like, it's not, and well, it's just unfortunate. It's By fifth grade, that ship has already sailed. And, like, right. Yeah, it's it's way it's your yeah. your mind is developed. Yeah, uh, and English was always going to be part of it. And people here think it's a problem when they can't say tractor in fucking like age three, and you're like, no, no, actually. Can they say some Spanish words as well? It's better, you know. Yeah. It's it's just. Can they now pronounce Febrero? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. See what I did there? I wish. I wish. Uh, <laughs> we got to say Febrero. Uh, it, it's better than Febrero. Hundred uh-huh. percent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm like uh, my kids answer me and shit in Spanish, and it's great, and they know what I'm asking them. And that's amazing. Frank, is, do you remember? At little uh, little Mrs. Brian's like second birthday, when uh, she kept saying something over and over again, and Mrs. Frank goes, "Oh yeah," and started speaking to her in Spanish. Yeah, and there was a word that our, my daughter had been saying for about two months, and you didn't know what it we meant. didn't know what the fuck it was, and it was uh, fucking slang for jacket, and it wasn't jaqueta, mm-hmm. it was uh, whatever the it was coat, it was like the formal. Co- I think it's cochi- cochilla. No, no, it wasn't no. even that because I would have put that together. It was some like informal. Oh slang for coat jacket combo situation i don't know what the fuck it was i still don't know what the fuck it was and if it hadn't been for mrs frank i would have been like oh cool my daughter's touched that's great that's fantastic (laughs) she's just making up her own words but it is fantastic like it's 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 so important like it is i just think it's it's funny that in america we go can you do the abcs can you do your multiplication tables Early on in life, there is nothing more important than language. Like, there just isn't. And right. if you can introduce your kids to multiple languages, you are blessed. Because so, a lot of kids will never get that opportunity in this country. Mm-hmm. And everywhere else in the globe, you're expected. Your mind has to work like that. Yeah, it's implied that you're, you, you're it's capable implied of doing that. that. You're going to speak two languages. Okay. It's not even a, a question. I feel like we have ventured off the path of what Parker's initial ABC argument but it, was. It was kind of a sidetrack. It's, it's good. It's good. But What was uh, your initial uh, argument? Uh, why do we, <laughs> Next time, won't you sing with me? <laughs> <laughs> 
it's the but I think I think we hit the core of the issue. It right? is like it's a rote memorization versus application of the education exactly like the information that you have to fucking and also know. also that the minimum expectation is that you need to know your ABCs to and, move on like, and know that elemento is fucking not a letter and that and not. in between Y Z is not applicable. Mm-hmm. No, I think we all agree here. This is yeah, actually well, it's, it's also a good I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say this right now, Miss Rummage. Suck my nutsack, asshole. I fucking got a goddamn college degree in pseudo-English, mm-hmm. so eat shit, asshole. Fuck you and your elemental and and between YZ. Fuck off. Yeah. I fucking turned out all right. Where are you? Where are you? Still teaching, bitch. Mm, I mean, I, I actually, I don't think she is teaching. I think she's retired. She's old. Yeah, I think she died. No, she's um, still alive. I, uh, I'm not even going to say that. I was going to say something Brian, real Brian fucking mean. I was going to say something call. real fucking mean, and I'm not going to do it. <laughs> I'll say I it started, after the cast. <laughs> I started teaching my daughter the alphabet backward. Oh, in case uh, Dewey situation? That's a good yeah. call. It's a good call. That's smart. That's it. Start them early. Yeah. <laughs> Start them, teach, teach, them, teach them Spanish and the, the alphabet. Frontwards and backwards in case they get fucking stopped in well, Tijuana and they have to get their way out. It, it, can you sing it to the same tune? V Y X W V U T S R Q P O N M L K J I H. Wait, damn it. Drunk, you're drunk. Going to jail, bitch. M-L-K-J-I-H-G-F-E-D-C-B-A. Ah, you failed it the first time. You're still going to jail. Got your ass. Got your ass. Yeah. That Reno 911 clip inspired me. That no bullshit is what inspired me to learn it back. You know what? It's That's that Das Boot goofing is what that is. No. Barrel kick, barrel kick, hop, hop. <laughs> and then he, he does the curtsy with the hat. Are you a dancer? Nah, I'm just drunk. I'm just drunk. <laughs> ah! I fucking. Dude, the fact that Reno 911, all episodes are available on like eight different platforms. The really? best thing to come out of 2020. Dude. What platforms? Uh, it's on CBS All Access. It's on HBO Max. It's also, they were releasing episodes every week on uh, Comedy Central uh, through YouTube. So you didn't even have to have a cable subscription. You just had to go onto YouTube and just watch episodes. Oh, it's gold. It's gold. It's fantastic. I've, I'd never, wa- I, admittedly, I never watched Reno 911 when I was growing up because I, I felt like it hit a little too close to home in central Oklahoma. <laughs> I was like, ah. You guys, like, tacos, 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 or whatever the fuck that one. Guy, Terry, yeah, Terry. <laughs> we'll go to tacos, 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 tacos. Giving hand jobs on the roof of tacos, tacos, tacos. <laughs> yes. He also got busted for giving mammograms out of the back of his van. Yes. He also was filing people's taxes one year. Nick Swartzen, <laughs> the best thing to come out of Thanks. Minnesota, and I mean that, Frank. <laughs> the best thing to come out of Minnesota. <laughs> That's a rough. That that's is, a rough take. That's a it's, rough take. It's true. Listen, have you ever seen Grandma's Boy? Okay, all right. So that's a good fucking movie. That's just <laughs> hilarious. Holy fuck! <laughs> I, all right. Uh, yeah, but it's a fucking sweet car bed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You just jerk off to my mom. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's time to wrap. Well, almost. 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 I. Oh, oh, it's about to. It's about time to saran wrap. <laughs> oh, I don't like Susan this Saran Wrap. Yes, see whatever the fuck it's called, CSI, <laughs> CSI Saran Wrap. Yeah, yeah, Horatio, hit me with that. 
Oh, oh, uh, no, 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 no. Off. It's too oh, late. That oh. ship has sailed. Wait, um, I gotta... okay. Okay. Yeah, that one. Okay. Um, okay, so slow ride. Take it easy. <laughs> yeah, people to sing. No, that's same fog hat. It's amazing. It's amazing. What a sample. What and, a sample. Um, okay. Anti-brewery people. <laughs> okay. Really piss me off. <laughs> let's hear this yeah, one. Let's, hey, let's I was see at like a goes. bar uh, a few weeks ago, uh, and I was wearing a shirt of a new brewery here in town. Yeah. And dude's like, hey, uh, see your shirt. Like, how is it? And I'm like, good. You know, they got really good portfolio. Do they have like regular beers though too? Oh, fuck I'm off. Like, God, God, just fucking no. <laughs> you just go your way and I go mine, and we just. I mean, but it's 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 when they I say regular beer. beer, they go like automatically. Your mind is going Bud Light. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, this guy wanted a Bud Heavy, hundred uh, percent. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, well, why the fuck are you even going there anyway? Oh, did it? And he was like. So that so they only sell their own stuff. Huh? I mean, no, I'm out. I was like, okay, now well, it wasn't meant for you in the first place. Then <laughs> you're not the audience. So I see that as an opportunity to fucking talk to somebody, and that's this is where like I nope. differ from everyone else on this podcast in the same way that Frank differs from everyone on this podcast when he finds <laughs> some nerd who's in the Minnesota <laughs> Wild, and he's like, "What? Do I think their second round pick in 2005 was too rough?" And like. The fuck is happening here? Anyway, in the same way that we differ in that, I would jump in and be like, "Okay, so why don't you want to drink beer like that's brewed outside of their tap room?" And then they're fo- like, the, the discussion that follows is what would turn either an average beer drinker into a craft beer drinker, or solidify that his opinion, which is probably wrong, is incorrect, and he understands that. Oh, I need to stay in my fucking lane as far as like what I like to drink. Because, and it's not like a negative thing that he should stay in his lane, but at the same time, like know when to step outside and ask someone like Parker, hey, do they serve anything that, like, and ask the question correctly, not do, yeah, they, yeah. do they serve like regular beer versus the correct question is, do they yeah, serve I mean, beer they, that I would like to drink? Do they have lagers? Do they have, yeah. you know, like, which in I that case. Try to. Well, you know, I mean, they've, they've definitely got, like, some lighter ones that might be comparable to what you're used to. But at the same well, time, uh, Parker... If they they only sell their own beer, I don't like those places. I'm like, okay. Well, and... Yeah, you, I mean, that's just a horseshit. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't expect anyone below, like, my level of beer nerddom to take on that fucking conversation. You're correct yeah. in that. Like, that's my fight to fight versus everyone else in the world's fight to, like, right it's off. It's just... Right on that hill. Yeah. It's, it's as though... Okay, so it's it's similar to individuals who go uh, to a restaurant and they go, "What's the best thing?" And then, yeah, you're like, you know, there's a lot of good things <laughs> yeah. here, but you kind of have to order what you want to order. Yep, it just makes no sense, you know. Like, like if if I go to a restaurant and I go, "Hey, what do you recommend to a waitress or a waiter?" I expect, okay, this is my favorite thing. I enjoy it. And if it's in my ballpark for enjoying things, I go, okay, I'm going to order that. If it's not, if they say chili cheese dog, I'm like, that's awesome. That's amazing. I'm going to order. But I'm, if, if they don't, I'll find something else, you know, like, yeah, it's all about like what's going up, uh, like going on up in the fucking noggin. Uh, so if, if your opinion is, Hey, uh, 
<clears throat> what's what do they serve? Do they have regular beer? What is a fucking regular, regular beer? beer? Regular like, beer to me is a fucking like a hazy IPA. Is that regular to you? I bet it's not. Like let's fucking let's let's dig into this. And that's where like But that's the problem, yes. right? Is like if if you're what? sitting there and you're like what my you my regular make? beer Yeah, my regular beer is a fucking F5. Bud Light F5. or something. Yeah. Then uh, it's it, it, if you've already shut out an entire part of beer because you, you love Bud Light and you don't want to hear anything else, that's your problem. Lost it's not cause. like, yeah, Lost you're probably the person who goes to to a fucking restaurant and goes, "What's your favorite?" And then, "What's your second favorite?" "What's your third favorite?" Okay, I'm not. I'm gonna there's get nothing the, on the menu. I'm gonna get like, the cheesecake. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just, that's the kind of person that showed up. Yeah, yeah, it was just you know, but I, and that's not the first time that I've ran into that. No, nope. I think all of uh, us have run into that at some point in time, especially people who wear beer stuff. Like, it's almost an invite, bars. almost an invite. It's like wearing a fucking concert T-shirt to like a no. They they're, they're like experts at nothing. Oh, so it's like that's yeah. why people oh, fucking hate oh. talking to Brian. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever been around me when I've gotten into deep beer discussions with people. Well, I'm, who am I talking to? I've had deep beer discussions with all of y'all fuckers for over five years now. And every one of you at some point in time has rolled your eyes so hard you've died <laughs> and come back on microphone and be like, let's change the subject. And I understand that. And that's warranted. But at the same time, like, you have to understand when you ask a generic question, a beer nerd is going to dig in deep and we're going to fucking get some places. Yeah. I, but again, that's not for the fucking average person. The average like Parker, you shouldn't have to be defending craft beer. That's as simple now, as that. Here, here's the thing that kind of threw me for a loop. Like he didn't lead with that. He led with several questions that were like, "Oh, where's it? You know, where's it at? What you know? What's the you know? What's the feel like?" And I'm like, "Oh, it's cool. You know, it's kind of more like a Dallas. Uh, you know, oh, tavern. you done fucked me. I don't like big city shit." Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, it's kind of like in an industrial area, like uh, mm-hmm. you wouldn't necessarily expect it. It's bigger. It's a lot. You're not, you know, people aren't on top of each other. There's there's cornhole. There's, uh, you know, I only like game. to cornhole my cousin and I like my beer to come out of wooden vats. I don't know what the fuck you're talking like, about. There's a foosball table. Like, it's got a really cool vibe. You know, they got food trucks. And, yep. and so he was like, yeah, yeah, you know, like loving this. And then, like, hits me with the. Now, do they sell, you know, regular beer, too? And then it was just fucking stone (laughs) cold. Like, I mean, so, but but that's that's the problem is like there was clearly there was clearly a lead on. And it was like you had to be committed to the conversation before he got to the real real. And when it got to the real real, it was just like. Dude, do you even drink beer? Like, it's it's unfortunate because it's like, if if all you do day in day out is go to the fucking grocery store and you drink, and uh, don't get me wrong, the way y'all had your hands on your head was the exact like representation of what I feel like y'all went through when you've had these conversations. It's there's just fuck. I I can't even with you fucking right now. There's just such a, a. like a prevalence of Natty Light, Bud Light, Coors Light. Like you can go drink that. It's good. Like I enjoy a lot of that at the right moment. I, I'm not knocking it, 
But if I am going to go to a craft brewery, it is for a very fucking different reason. Yeah. And if you don't want to be part of that reason, that is okay. I so I it's think not a big deal. I think I don't give a shit. You don't need to come convince me that what they're doing is wrong or what Bud Light is doing is like heaven on earth. I find both of those things enjoyable at the right time. Hold on real quick. What you're describing is a majority of what divides America at this moment. It is a fucking team mentality. I am team this. I am team that. I don't need to be team this. I need to be team that because of X, Y, and Z. And that you and just described just literally, but you described yeah. literally like, oh, I don't believe in the Green New Deal because it doesn't align with my family values. Well, yeah, cool. doesn't align with my family values, but I acknowledge that a fucking progressive view on fucking power is the better way to approach things. Otherwise, we end up in the same fucking situation where million plus people are without power for seven yeah. days. Asshole. Dude. Like okay. we're in the same fucking ballpark as as Coors Banquet, which is one of the best fucking beers oh, on planet yeah. Earth. Hey, real oh, quick, last dang, night, last night sweet, I broke a sexy squatty bottle. I the stubby, they're called stubbies, okay, and they are fucking amazing. Stubby. Here's the deal: I broke a record last night. I drank, uh, I drank a full twelve pack of PBR <laughs> last night by myself, okay, just to see if I'm I could do it, uh, guys. Still got it, baby. I can still do it. Woke up this morning just fine. Again, reference the first of this podcast where I was like, I woke up this morning with a fucking purpose and I was happy. Anyway, like you can fucking do, you can drink what you can say, like what some people consider shitty beer. It's really good. PBR, amazing beer. Lone Star, fantastic cream ale. Coors Banquet, lights out. I would prefer Coors Banquet over Miller Lite. Any day of the week. Okay. Uh, and that's coming from somebody who prefers Miller Lite over Bud Light and Coors Light. Michelob Ultra, complete trash. You drink Michelob Ultra and you're like, hey, you know, I like a good beer at on least, Saturday least, with Karen. It a lot to be desired. Yeah, go fuck yourself. Exactly. Like, you you heard the conversation that I have with your neighbors, Frank, about Michelob yeah. Ultra versus Corona Light. Coors Light's Light. way better. Well, Corona Light is what I convinced them on. Sorry, sorry, Corona Light. And that but was yeah, before Coors Light as well. That was before Corona Premier came out, which Corona Premier it's is true. like mm. three more calories than Michelob Ultra. And guess so, what tastes better? So I think on the whole, right? Very, very, good. very accurate. Grinds my gear here. Oh, yeah. Um, also, also yeah. if. If you're out there and you're not willing to try beer, maybe just shut this down. Don't listen to the podcast. We <laughs> yeah, unsubscribe. <laughs> we will fucking hate you and roast you for a long, 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 long and time. And you, in um, turn, will also hate us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not worth your time or effort. We should yeah, we should it, put this disclaimer at the beginning. Here, but, well, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was selling it. He was hook, line, and sinker. And then when I told him they didn't sell regular beers, it was like I told him that they Nobody, killed puppies. But out that's back that's, the place. that's where but you tell him like what a blonde ale is or what a golden ale is. And exactly. You that and you're guess like, what? You have somebody who will go visit that local brewery. What in the mind. actual fuck in his mind is a regular beer? And then you can tell him to go fuck himself because it's probably a fucking lager Boom. that's been pre-canned. And it's like, okay, dude, oh, it's an there are, piece of shit. A, a lager is a fucking new beer. 
New World beer. Like, uh, well, don't even start with this shit. Technically, lager is an old world beer, but an American lager, which is used with six row malts and also adjuncts to make the beer go for it. That's where I go with shit, and people by the end of it are like, you know what, I'm going to go try that fucking Golden Ale or that Kolsch because that dipshit made a fucking American lager sound like shit because it is. It is a right. fucking inferior product. And at that point... I'm going to go jump out that overpass and throw over on the way. Yeah, exactly. They're like, you know what? I'm going to drink I'm gonna drink water, and uh, I'm, I'm going to... just not going to drink alcohol at all. In which case, that makes the world a better place because fuck that guy. That's really what it boils down to. Uh, and to Frank's point, if you've gotten to this point and you're like, oh, I don't know that I agree with all this breakdown, go ahead and unsubscribe. This is the fr- this is the part of the podcast where we tell you to unsubscribe. <laughs> go fuck yourself because you're going to hate the rest of these podcast episodes. <laughs> We're going to do the anti-marketing campaign. <laughs> hey, you don't like beer? Go fuck yourself. That's what we're going to do. Okay, no, seriously. You don't like new beers. Uh, dude, new beers like this extra pulp from Turning Point in Bedford. Mm, uh, I like so it. It looks like orange juice, dude. It is. That looks amazing. Uh, their, uh, their can artwork is pretty unique as well. I don't know that mm. I appreciate it. It's a little uh, fucking... Anyway, I don't want to get into it. Uh, but right. uh, the, juice, the juice is real <laughs> here. Uh, I appreciate it. They release right. it every year. And it happens to be around my birthday every year, so I appreciate the old extra pulp, double dry Baby hop. girl. Baby girl. Um, I like it. Uh, so, yes, if you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe on your favorite podcast app. Five stars only, please. And or whatever the highest rating is. I don't want to for short sell us that if you've got a fucking 10-star rating out there on an app, don't give us five stars. Give us all the way. Just move it all the way up the scale. Uh, if you... If we, if you have a beer that you want us to try, review, and uh, rate on this podcast, reach out to us over on our social media pages at No Beer Left Cast on Twitter and Instagram, or on the old uh, snail email at No Beer Left Behind Cast at gmail.com. I'm disturbed by Frank's actions on this fucking live stream where he's jerking off a. <laughs> Guinness draft in can. Parker's camera is going black every now and then. I'm a guess. I'm guessing that Twitch is automatically censoring him. I'm concerned. There's about a lot his, of bushes baked beans. My bushes baked be- baked beans consumption is concerning. Um, but for Brian mm. here in mm. North Texas, I've appreciated y'all. Frank Parker, thank you for hopping on with me this evening. Listeners at home, thank you for uh, checking us out. Until next time, for Brian in North Texas, I am out. Ooh, yeah, uh, beautiful bean footage. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Uh, for Sawyer Bussy in Tulsa, Oklahoma, I'm out. <laughs> for Frank in, in Austin, I'm out. 